one thing I did like about church is all the the beautiful families that would gather together once or twice or sometimes three times a week. Ah, yes, beautiful families uniting through manipulation. Take two. <laughs> yeah, live and direct. Break it down, roll it up like here, try this. No time to sidestep. Drums like whip cracks, they get present. Me and Paul like a lit match made in heaven. Flow so poetic, this is for the ages. The kids who reckless, get them on stages. I'm taking mental inventory of these haters. What happens in my brain stays in it like Vegas. I ain't playing kid, this is no hobby. Y'all ain't trying to hurt nobody like playing kid. The word got around about this amazing kid. When his flow spark, it get darker than an Asian wig. Hey man, hey, I like that guitar, man. Let me get a little bit of reverb. Girl, be rid of us. I remember the note? Cool. I do not, but we will figure that out. We will. I'm recording, are you? I did. I saw you record. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome. This is the Cato Frank Podcast. I'm David Cato. I'm here with Ashley. Ashley, it's me. What's up? What's up? Hello. What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, shh. It's dark outside. Oh, yeah, it's after hours. It's because it's dark. Yeah, but it's not technically after hours. That's correct. It's just dark it's, out. It's, it does feel really late, though. So it, it makes me want to feel really uh, quiet or be really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, 6.36 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, yeah. We're in San Diego, California. I don't have a weather app, so you're going to have to check the weather. Oh, man, the weather. weather. This is, that's hard work. I don't know if I can do it. Oh, I have airplane mode on. I would have to turn that off. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, you should have. Uh, My bad. I should have turned that back on when you're it's done, okay. though, because. It's 59 your shit, degrees. Your shit always goes off. 59 degrees out. It's really nice out. It's, cr- it's chilly. It's chilly. It's not super windy, though. Yeah, it's, it's not cloudy. windy. It's nice out though. Yeah, I like it was it. nice all day. Today I was no, I was at work. It was. I thought you kind of had like easy access to the outdoors, like it was an open air mall or something. Yeah, but I'm not really close by the the outside. What were you gonna say then? I was gonna say it's a special episode tonight. Special episode. We're doing it solely, specifically on my <laughs> <laughs> my sister's uh, preaching with her husband. Yes. Um, I am non-religious. I'm I, non-religious. I do not practice a religion. I do not uh, have any specific beliefs. Yeah, but you grew up but I grew in a up religious pre- background. Correct. Same as my sister. I yes, was and I didn't really grow up with any kind of religious background. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought you said something about being raised Catholic, but you said you didn't practice. You guys just went like, for know. a few holidays. I just remember going to church like two times when i first met you you said that you were catholic or that your parents said you guys were catholic yeah i think so (laughs) i don't see i don't even pay attention to that because i don't i don't practice anything i don't claim anything so um i'm kind of agnostic i think you've told me that you kind of identify with that too um Mm. where we believe that there's something spiritual about uh life yeah, like but that something. you can't explain it. That there's not enough facts about it to make yeah. conclusive, uh, definitive um, claims, like Christianity does and other religions. Um, so I'm I'm pretty critical of it. 
I grew yeah. up in it. Um, I don't agree with a lot of what was taught. Um, yeah, I just find it a very controlling, manipulative uh, religion, the fundamentalist Christians. Yeah, and what I kind of hear you talk yeah. about it, it it's, it's very bizarre to me. But like I think most religions are, you like <laughs> just believing in a certain thing. Adjusting oh, no. your mic. I'm pushing oh, no. it up. Oh, no. Right anyway, so this is going to be the first time I'm going to hear this. Right. Audio, this specific one. Correct. And uh, what else? What else can we say? Uh, you said you had butterflies. Why? Because it's kind of a weird topic? Yeah. Or, or I don't know. Or because you Cause get that every time you record. I don't know much about it. I don't really... <laughs> That's don't why know. it's good for you to see this. Yeah, I don't know. I just I have weird feelings about some of the stuff that these the extremes that some of these things go to. And this is what people are like really driven to do. And it just I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. And so it's weird to put opinions like that out there. Right, but you, I want to hear your thoughts on it because I, I'm not like, uh, I don't know how to even explain my, like where I stand with it. I, I'm knowledgeable, I guess, because I yeah. was raised Christian, going to church, uh, Sundays, sometimes um, Sunday nights, and yeah. then like every Wednesday night. So I would go at least two, three times a week. I say this all on my on the website, um, but. I don't agree with the teaching. I think it's a very hypocritical religion. I find a lot of the people practicing it are very hypocritical. Yeah, I've come to um, notice that you've once seen I like, that, opened my eyes. You've seen that a lot. Attention. Uh, like the letters and the writings that I have. and um, I don't remember what else you've seen. Yeah, I've seen a lot of it. I've talked about a lot. <laughs> I've told you a lot of stories. Yeah. and Showing you a lot of evidence of my childhood. Met some family members, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Have you met uh, Cassie? I don't think sister? I've ever met your sister Cassie, and I think I met your little sister once, a couple times, but not a lot. Cassie and Grant is her husband. Yes. Cassie went to Bible school. Okay. She went like, to a uh, she went to a Bible college in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But what what even is that? They I don't understand. I don't exactly know either. They kind of study um, the Bible a lot, uh, and they teach you. There's classes, kind of of uh, probably speaking classes to help you be a minister, be a pastor, be a preacher. Um, so it's like I'm, a training I'm not sure. school. Yeah, kind it's a training of? school for um, like wanting to, to be a pastor to or be a in the ministry. They call it the ministry. Interesting. Where they spread their <laughs> their ideology, their doctrine, <sighs> to try to brainwash, brainwash other people, convert them to their type of thinking and their personal beliefs. But they don't. They're not even like open. They don't even like accept like gay. Like lesbian, correct. They don't ex- they don't accept Neither people the who sleep together without like being married. Correct. There's they so shun all that. there's everyone would be sinning. <laughs> everyone would be like hardcore sinning like every all, second of the day they, if we really uh, lived by all these fucking rules. 
They and who makes up these rules? They're just like the Bible. We we just are trusting this. The Word book. of God. Um, well, they say we're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. But uh, who shall ever believe in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. What? How do you know this? That's. <laughs> I can't like wrap my head, or I can't even like remember what I did like that earlier just means today. You have to and you can just like remember this shit I was from like, childhood for eighteen years. That's insane. And that's not even like word for word. That's just it's. I don't think it's word for word. I think it's two different Bible verses. But the the idea of it is that we're all sinners. We all must confess that we are sinners and. Um, then say that we believe in that Jesus Christ <laughs> is the Son of God, was oh. sent by God to earth to to die for our sins, so that <coughs> we could accept Him into our hearts and say we believe that He did this for us, and then like, we don't have to go to hell. But like, why? Why do we have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> but what's what is that going to accomplish? Like, I don't understand. I'm supposed to just like say this shit and believe it and then like and then what what happens they're much more we eloquent just get to live. well you have to go to bible school to learn how to eloquently um I, spread the gospel um professionally it seems like really extreme <laughs> like it seems like a really like extreme i'm uncomfortable talking about it just because religious. i'm rusty with the idea the uh the i'm sorry i interrupted you I do that a lot. It's okay. It seems like a what? It just seems like, I don't know, the way that you were raised was a very, like, extreme religious way. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who believe Oops. in religions who, who like, follow it, but they don't, like, follow it, follow it. But it sounds like what you grew up in sounds, like, really, like, like culty to me, which makes me feel like it, it yes. has to be happening to most of those people in some way or another. Yeah, and the maybe thing not is, everybody, but the thing I don't is, know. is a lot of them buy into it still, and yeah. they and they weren't even homeschooled. There was a lot of of uh, kids going to high school that were going to youth group, mm -hmm. public high school. I was homeschooled until the 10th grade i didn't go to public school until the 11th grade so i knew like, like i was going i was going to church and not to public school so that means that these kids were going to public school and exposed to all this stuff and still believed in the shit that they were teaching at church interesting because they, they weren't still, as like, they weren't as isolated it. as me, isn't that crazy? And yet yeah. they still believed it and accepted it. Yeah, that's the power of, of parents who, over their children. The parents believe some crazy, wild bullshit, and just shove it down their parent their children's throat. And you're forced to like believe that, and, and then that's all you're. Of gonna course, know. you're gonna find it normal and probably uh, believe what your parents believe because it's mom and dad and they're older than you and they're smarter and they, know and they, better. Got, they got to figure it out yeah but then like you grow up and you realize like okay well my parents yeah they've got to figure it out a little bit but for like shitty ass reasons like nobody has it figured out 
Sorry, I clicked the pen. No, I was you just, can... I was like, oh shit, you don't have a doodle paper because oh, we're no. not it's using okay. that format because this is a special well, episode of the Kato Frank podcast. Anyway, show. let's get into let's... what's special about it is, is we didn't really tell anybody because I think we moved on to the time, date, and weather. Um, it's a special episode because um, we're gonna listen to some preaching by my sister. You almost knocked uh, it down. And do some commentary, some mystery yeah. science theater. Mystery science 3000, theater. Three um, thousand. Yes. If you don't know what it is, you better look it up. It's they have some pretty funny fucking it's shit. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad overall uh, episodes. Yeah, the the movies themselves that, suck. But that the that the movie that they're making fun of isn't even like funny or interesting, and the jokes they're doing is yeah. There's really a lot funny. we've kind of I think fast forwarded through. And we through. D- never watched the skits. Oh, the skits are horrible. Sk- <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Every time I think about those skits, yeah, they're the skits just too are really cheesy bad. for me. But the the actual commentary over a lot of their movies that they're making fun of is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do some commentary so. over um, my sister's and her husband. So my uh, brother-in-law mm-hmm. um, doing some preaching at their church. And oh, um, I altered their voices, um, <laughs> I guess, for legal reasons and for comedic effect because uh, I thought it would just make it funnier. Yeah, <laughs> and this is the first time I'm gonna hear this. And you told me about you texted me earlier today. I, had it, saying I just you had the idea today. To edit this. I had the idea today. I didn't take the time to go and, and make one higher and one lower. I just made them both lower because okay. it was a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I just had the idea today, literally when I texted that to you, and then I decided to do it instead of putting it on the back burner like I. I usually that's, do. That's um, that's an A plus of the day. Trying Good to job. not procrastinate, trying to do stuff right away. So I gave it a shot and I started laughing. I thought it was funny. Kind of came up with an idea of how to maybe use it as a podcast episode. Um, so we'll just kind of we'll just play it on the computer. It's just the audio for us as well. We just have the audio. We'll put our phones down. That's our mics and try to pick up some of the audio so that you yeah. guys aren't left in the dark. And then we'll just either talk over uh in the background as everything plays or we'll pause it and kind of discuss what they're saying Um, but we're just going to kind of listen to it as you guys are listening to it uh, for the first time i haven't listened to (laughs) much of it other than just like you're checking the sound level on like a short little clip Um, all right so this will be the first time for me as well and then uh, actually, I thought we should start with some pictures and then move to the audio. Okay. I'm and then just that. to give everyone a rundown, we're going to do, so we'll do the pictures now, then we'll do the audio, then we'll do a video one for us. Okay. This will be the praise and worship. And Whoa. And we can uh, listen to <laughs> these guys uh, singing their worship songs at church. Oh, man. Okay. And um, they probably play their own instruments. They do. So it's okay. a, it's like an in-house band kind of thing. Oh, right. And they're up on a platform, Woo. and people have their hands in the air worshiping Whoa. God, the Creator of the universe. Oh man, <laughs> worship and the band. Don't worship <laughs> God. At least the band is like there Thou in front of have you. No other idols. Okay. Um, what else is happening? And, and there'll be lyrics. <laughs> they call them. Uh, what do they call them? 
projection um, screen. Uh, projection screen. Yeah, like they're projecting yeah, they pro it up. Yeah, they, yeah, in the dark, like a th uh, projection screen. <laughs> okay. So you could read the lyrics with the song. All right. You could sing along. Karaoke. Okay, so we'll get to kind of criticize or commentary on the lyrics and the music and the um, the sound oh. of the band, mm -hmm. how good their voices are. So this is going to be an, an experience, people. I hope this everyone's is an excited. Experience. Woo! Um, oh, and then probably, we'll oh. close the show. The second half will probably be the, that video, and then um, with the the altered audio again of. Uh, the sermon following that praise and worship session. Okay. So we'll go to hear two sermons by my sister and her husband and do some commentary. I'm going to give my point of view and my thoughts on all, all of this stuff. Ashley's going to give her thoughts and impressions. Yeah. She's never gone to church. Um, Only as like a kid and a couple of different times as like yeah, an adult. Probably different than mine. Yeah, probably. It's still really bizarre, to me at least, <laughs> to experience that. But. And we both have uh, smoked. We live in uh, California. We smoked we a little bit of a pre-roll um, earlier before recording, so mm -hmm. we kind of feel like we're going to church high. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Um, <laughs> I haven't been to church for years because I disavow that you haven't, lifestyle. I don't accept that. You were at church. Teaching. When's the last time you gone to church? The very last time. We're on the edge of our seat. I do, couldn't tell do, you. Do, do. Oh man, you gotta be quicker like than that. You're running out of time. If this was Halaba, you'd be it, drowning. It would have been. Um, <sighs> it would have been probably leading all the way up to. Uh, like high school. I went to college. I think in August of 2007. Wow. So probably sometime in August. So you're like 17, 2007. 18. I would have been uh, 18, 18, almost 19. Okay. Wow, full-blown adult, okay. Yeah. Well, actually, you were like a little baby adult. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, like, under 20 is like a baby as to me. As soon as I got out of my parents' house, never went back. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I think it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. I can't imagine that, like, consuming my life the way it kind of sounds like it consumed yours. And what you were, like, kind of always, like, you were homeschooled. You were always forced <laughs> to be around that. And with very little outlets, it's, yeah. I don't know, it sounds very bizarre. And then the outlets you do get are, like, the the same people who are, like, Other homeschoolers. Believe this. Yeah, and like, other Christians. Are, yeah. Our parents say this is Ooh, what we should time. believe. I, yeah, it's heavy stuff. It's heavy. It was heavy on me. It, does it seem like it weighs heavy on me? It does seem like it weighs heavy on me. Or do you think it you? just made like i make light of it i joke about it a lot i think you make light of it but i think it's really had a big impact on you i think it, it was very traumatic for you and i think yeah. seeing seeing and learning like different ways that people have like grown up and experienced life i think it like reminds you more just how like i don't know just how weird your situation kind of was just like mine was i think so. it for me is some of the trauma is like kind of it feels like a constant reminder of how fragile life can be yeah because fucking life man kids are uh, fragile and when you control them in such a way and 
mm. do all that shit. Kind it, of always it, force them really one way. Like, fucks humans you can't think up. like this. You, you have to think like this. This is what's true. You use can't fear, question this. Yeah, use fear mongering as a control yeah. tactic. You'll go to hell if you do this. You're gonna burn in the flames of hell. You're, this is sinful if you do this. This is shameful. This is bad. Bad, bad. You're bad. That's bad. Bad. You're a bad person. Why do you want to watch this? That's bad. <laughs> Why do you want to listen to this? That's bad. Yeah. Don't watch. Don't. Oh my God. <clears throat> it I was can't. just. Yeah. It yeah. Was just, yeah. Let's. It's um. Oof. And I'm open. I'm always open to questions. So you guys can find me at uh, davidcatoltd.com. Uh, the same for uh, my Twitter handle yeah. and my David Facebook Kato. handle um, and Instagram. Wow, it's a lot. David Cato LTD. Uh, what about you? I'm just on Instagram. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah, Insta. Uh, um, fish underscore out of the underscore box. That's it, yeah. I try to get to messages and... That's pretty much it. <laughs> I haven't got any, so that's cool. <laughs> I post stuff. Like, Gives me time just to do pictures. other shit. Yeah. You gotta think positive affirmations. Feel free to donate, though. Donate till the website crashes. Oh, God. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, God. Uh, that would be uh, ideal. The, the, that would the be power God smiting of faith, you. Uh, my faith has proven... Uh, but so if you believe in this person <laughs> all the things you want to happen are going to come true just if you pray for uh, it I don't believe that that's no, like it's, how it works it's convenient how, however they think it works it works okay so that's um, not how it works though <laughs> yeah you have to have faith you have to have faith and then you have to pray but you actually have to act too you have to have faith it's going to work and you have I to always, but I always like but like people think of faith in different ways like I always have faith in people like I always trust that people are going to be good and, and nice and honest and themselves and scared but then I also like res I also like give the same like some people I I'm very open and honest with and like, I give them that, like, trust to, like, handle, like, these things. And I show them kindness. But, like, I don't really get anything in, like, return. Like, right, stuff that's... doesn't, like, magically happen to me. Like, my life isn't just 100% better because yeah. I have faith. It's interesting. I, I even thought when I was a kid, I was like, there's kind of a karmic thing with Christianity that they kind of deny um, where it's like, well, good deeds don't get you into heaven, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of karma, like, oh, do enough good deeds, and I think you get into... Uh, oh, don't give me that pen. Get into uh, wherever. Um, get into heaven. Um, uh, Christians don't believe that. Uh, Jesus is the only way to heaven. Um, but yet you're still expected to to kind of do good acts and yeah, you're supposed be a to Christian. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, and you have to still do an, an act, which <laughs> do a good act, which is accept Jesus in your heart, and then live the like stop living the sinful life and start trying to lead a Christian and um, more pure life, and uh, that'll get you into heaven. So it's almost like it still is kind of like a karma thing. Yeah. But they. Uh, 
They put like a twist to it. Uh, yeah, like whatever works, whatever fits there. They kind of displace it like, well, you got to do it this way in order for it to work. <laughs> yeah, and they, they're very certain about everything. They take everything literal from the Bible, and if they don't take it literally, then they're, they kind of make it up as they go about kind of what fits their their belief, how they want to frame it. How, yeah, their belief. belief. Let's start with some pictures. Um oh. All right, we're, we're gonna open this one and tell me what you see <laughs> what the heck is happening um i see a half circle of people are they are they like having a prayer session on stage they are they're uh holding Guys, hands and touching really tight. touching each other oh Cass, God, cassie is looking up with her eyes closed that's cassie yep with holy the fucking shit i didn't haircut. know that oh my god and then wow. with the uh okay the uh, mohawk this guy. is grant grant they're all buddy, praying this guy's got his hands go up, up. A size and pants come on what do you think about when That's you see not f- godly what do you see when you see a photo like that i see like the typical you know those like weird little pamphlets you see where they're like come join us at our church and they like show up in your mailbox randomly <laughs> i feel like i've gotten those before or like your classic <laughs> textbook like staged picture <laughs> just i don't know it looks weird to me people what do you are just think like, it symbolizes like what do you, that know. they're just it seems very egotistical to me that they're very strong in what they believe or what i don't know i don't do that when i believe in uh that my fuel will power my car i don't raise my hands to the <laughs> sky or close my eyes and <laughs> i don't know and and have faith <laughs> i want to know what they were talking about before they took this picture and what do you okay so here's the know. here's the caption on the left it says this past sunday pastor grant and cassie announced that they will be moving soon they are not exactly sure where yet so it is a step of faith as they quote get out of the boat and say quote yes to God's call. What do you think when you hear something like that? Um, what does that mean to you? That shit confused me. So they're moving, <laughs> but they don't know where they're moving to. They're just like, hey, we're going to move. We just don't know where yet. And oh, that, and God told us to move, by the way. Yes. So, And that'll be in more of the audio the, later. Uh, okay. How do you read this? Their website. You can watch the entire announcement at home churchok.com am i, I right well your screen's kind of tilted he does have it at a angle i thought it said mm. church shock <laughs> whistling whistling i wasn't whistling no i have a whistle happening Shit, i gotta reclick this whistle. okay so here i did some uh, these are pictures at their church the that they used to go to here's um here's some captions i did uh here there's some people that are <laughs> This, again, looks completely fake and staged. This is at their church. These are all real from their website. These look like fake robot people. These are, this is what they call, um, hmm. What do they call these guys? Can you blur their faces and, like, post it? Yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Okay. Um, what do they call them? Like, welcomers? Like, people who stand out. Like, potentials. Stand, they stand out. They stand at the entrance of the church. Um, at every major entrance point, entry point, and they hand out flyers usually, and they welcome people. Okay. Um, 
so they say hi to the people who come back every week or they welcome new people and yeah it's like the welcoming committee you like how they kind of guard the doors like that and hover around the doors they do that at every church i've been to that's kind of weird Hey, it's very creepy. Come well, in. So I said at the top in, in my uh, caption, gathering. <laughs> what's it say? Gathering. gathering. Oh, g- gathering uh, they're to gathering welcome. to welcome new cult members. Yeah, that kind of that dude kind of looks very cult. Welcoming cult members. This lady <laughs> wanna welcome. That, that is kind of a cool picture, though. With the rain. Like with the rain and the <laughs> way that the picture is staged, it looks like it could be like a nursing ad for like she's like a nurse. <laughs> And this old lady's like, thank you. <laughs> or something like, that's not bad, right? It gives you that like vibe. <laughs> oh my God, me. you're dying. How the inappropriate. The is smiting me. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go to fucking hell, you piece of shit. <laughs> so I mean, young <coughs> child believer. A lot of these people are old, if you notice. Um, and they're welcoming her. Oh, there's hey. another one getting welcomed, another old white Whoa. person. Why are these these people are welcoming weird cult looking. members? Well, they're from oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, cult members demonstrate approval. Oh, they, they're like they, clapping and they're praising. They're clapping their hands. Oof, this lady's right. Oh, he's feeling it. This guy has his eyes closed. Oh God, he feels and the he's, power. He's crisscrossing his pinkies. Whoa! What's up with that? I didn't notice that. Wow! Why is he's crossing just his pinkies? Is this girl grabbing his butt? (laughs) It's just like the way it's angled. It almost looks like he's. Her hands are raised in the air, like she's clapping or praising the Lord. (laughs) Okay, they're feeling it. Here's some cult members celebrating new cult members, and the new cult members is the baby. You just yeah, your baby doesn't have like. A choice to a be choice. there. A choice. You're forcing your kid to your like grow up believes. to believe what there you believe. There is a God. But and there is a Jesus. Jesus did exist and he did die for your sins. And like if you don't accept him, then you will go to hell or you and, yeah. will go to heaven. And I know this as a fact. And yeah. if you don't do it, you will be punished. Yeah. That's intense. Yep. Right I think off if the you're going to teach your kid what you believe, you need to give, you need to make sure that your kid is 100% exposed to <coughs> everything else that is out there. They need to have that information. Like, you can't just, yeah, like, you can't really find a babysitter because you're going to probably want someone who's interested in the same things you are to to watch your kid. So, of course, you're going to have to take it to, like, church. Yeah. But there's got to be, like, another option somehow. Yeah, I was telling you, I think there should and be, should... like, a law that says that minors aren't allowed in places of worship. Yeah, because they need to... It should to, be treated like a to... workplace. Like, if they're not of, like, legal age to work, and they are not of, like, some sort of legal age of consent, then mm-hmm. they shouldn't be um, exposed, forcibly exposed and indoctrinated to all this kind of culty behavior and beliefs manipulation but it's but that's i mean again that's like against like kind of what cult members do and what religion does they shame you for not being one of them i mean not everybody does but like these people will so it's very bizarre like let's move on to another picture uh, here's a cult member flesh worshiping and practicing idolatry (laughs) (laughs) what so this little child in her nice sunday dress um with other little children stands next to a sign of the body of christ will you be 
This is from their website. This is on their website? Yeah. What part of the body of Christ will you be? I want to be his ding dong. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. I had to just. I want to be his biceps. Oh, fuck. We're going to be jacked. His quads. Fucking Jesus is jacked as shit. His glutes. <laughs> Jesus be working out. He'd be getting all the Leg babes. Day. <laughs> Maybe going to heaven um, is a good idea. So she's very proud of her picture being taken in this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that is uh, alluding to communion, I'm assuming, which is partaking of the body of Christ. The body of Christ, which is the bread or the wafer. I don't understand all that mumbo jumbo. And uh, the wine is the blood or the grape juice is the blood of Christ and. And uh, it symbolizes the last the meal that the disciples had with Christ and a bunch of other bullshit. So what? But, but why would I need to do that? Because it's it's pagan um, uh, ritualism. They, huh. they they do it as a way to uh, just like the same reason you celebrate what Christmas. What if you? What if you it's just, like? It's go just to a, It's just a symbol. It's some a way to practice something. Yeah, but so many people to represent celebrate. something. Just like Valentine's Day represents love or your uh, man. Ain't nobody celebrate fucking Christmas for Jesus Christ. All these people celebrate <laughs> Christmas for fucking presents. Okay, but and, back like, to the, the picture. Days we gotta off. keep this going on. Okay, sorry. Everyone agrees. What do you think about this picture? I think this picture is weird. I'm ready to move on. I don't know what fucking body of Christ she wants to be, but <laughs> she's like obviously just a kid. What do you think about eating bread as symbology of eating um, a human god's body? I think that's weird. Why would I want to eat a human god's or body? Or drinking a human god's blood. The fuck? I'm not a cannibal. Why do I want to do that? That's weird. <laughs> Who does that? So if you die, am I, I supposed to like <laughs> eat something that resembles like your body? I always thought it was crazy. And I'm supposed to drink something that resembles cool like as your a kid. blood. Like what? That's weird. But then I got Why? To the, at this point, I was like, I don't understand this is it. Crazy. It's you very crazy. yeah. Why do I want to eat a wafer and think like, God, this is the body of Christ? I suddenly. Oh, I'm gonna go to heaven. Again, oh. yeah, why why can't you just why can't you just be a good fucking person yeah, and why, live your life like you, fucking yeah. free and happy why can't and you like just learn loving different ways to be a, a good person without this weird middleman shit. Like that respect is the higher power, but it religion. doesn't have to be like a religion. Yeah. Yeah, like you I respect a higher power. I respect like that I am I'm not in control of the world, I'm not in control of other people. Um, I'm not, I'm not really anything, but yeah. I, all I can try to be is a good person. Mm -hmm. And maybe I am something. I don't know that. I was thinking the other day, what if, if we, if there is some sort of collective consciousness and we do go somewhere when we die, then that does kind of make us a type of God because we're the smartest species on this planet. So it's, we know up, it's up to us to take care of the planet or to be stewards of the animals um, not to say we could fix everything and that we control everything, but we got to at least be trying something we, new. We don't know the story and to yeah. pretend that we have all the answers or that this is, uh, there's only one way 
uh, to salvation, only one way to be a good person, and that's through Jesus or through believing the Bible in this specific way and having these very specific beliefs. It just becomes a whole control thing. And it's just, if you don't question it, then that makes you um, complicit. It, um, at, yeah. at a certain it point, it doesn't content, make you ignorant. Why aren't you? It makes you complicit. Yeah. That you are continuing and perpetuating this myth and this manipulation and exploitation and the lies and the deception and taking the money for tithes oh, and offerings. And then all these people don't even think about them. Preachers are like rich as fuck. Yeah. So it becomes like a greed thing. And that doesn't seem and it, and very it takes godly from vulnerable and like people God, like Christian. gives it to the church for their agendas to send missionaries to other countries and to pay if, uh, the salaries of the employees of the of, church. What part of it do you think, out of all of it, like, so when they do what they're, like, do they do their tidings like a week, every, every, like, every sermon or what? Tithe. I don't know what tithe. the fuck it's called. I'm just letting tithe, you know. Tithe, tithe thing. Yeah. Not glad like, tidings. Uh, tithe thing. Tithe thing. Yeah, T-I-T-H. Be like Mac Tassin. Yeah. <laughs> tithe thing. Uh, they do it every sermon. Every, so like, um. So like two so, times on so Sunday. So if, if it was, like if Sunday I went three times night. a week, then they would do offering uh, three, three times. times a week. Okay, so. At what, minimum. Three, Sometimes they would have a special six. guest and they would take a second offering for the special guest. Okay, so let's just say 12 times a month. So Sunday morning they would take an offering. Sunday night they would take an offering. Wednesday night they would take an offering. Yeah, so let's say like three. Like a, a week. So Sometimes I would week, say like yeah. 12. Um, yeah, a month. Yeah. yeah, so 12 a month. How much out of that payment a month do you think actually goes to sending like missionaries? And how much of that actually goes to, like, the preachers? Because they always seem to have, like, nice houses, nice cars. True. They always seem to be living very, very well compared to, like, the people that they're, like, taking some of their money from. One of our pastors at the last church I went to... Wouldn't um, you rather be putting it towards your community and helping the, the poor? Lived in one of the nicest communities in Indianola. Yep. And drove mm-hmm. a Cadillac. Oh. And then... These are, like, expensive. The, uh, another pastor at one of the churches in Indianola that I went to uh, also bought, like, a nice new car when he moved to town. Huh. And bought a nice new house and a nice... Uh, nice house neighborhood. Neighborhood when he moved Does to town. Does Indianola have, like, a lot and of a nice lot of people criticize them because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've been, you've been there. I mean, I've been down a few of the neighborhoods. I mean, a couple of them Hmm. are nice, but I, I don't, I haven't been around the whole, I mean, I know it's a small town, but like how, I I guess what's considered nice, I guess there's a lot of new developments that were pretty nice. Um, Yeah, but those are all Out of the entire town? Oh God, there's probably like, yeah, it doesn't matter though. Gotta be like at least a third, right? A third of the town uh, has to I'd be I'd say at nice. least a fourth of it. There's, okay. There's quite a bit. I mean, there's not really a ghetto area. There's just kind of more poorer areas. <coughs> um, <coughs> but not, like, super run down or anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. It <laughs> um, snuck up on me. I don't know. I can't really answer that question. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, here's some more cult members teaching secret cult signing. What the fuck's on the wall? 
What's I'm with that old lady? I'm not interrupting my fucking uh, commentary. I'm sorry. So they're doing some sort of uh, probably song, praise and worship song, and they're doing. Someone shut their door. They're doing. All the children sitting on the floor are mimicking. Okay, and then there's and like, the, an like old the old lady. creepy yeah, lady. I'm gonna this... zoom up real close on her. Oh my gosh, she's like a scary cat. She's like some lady you'd see in like a scary movie that would like, <laughs> like this pop girl's out. Face. <laughs> this girl, like, and she's got like two band aids on. What down, the heck? Like, she probably just got some like immunizations. Gross. They're all white. Look at all these depressed us little children. Okay, like, oh, I gotta just huh? follow. Okay, cults especially like the vulnerable. This guy has. He looks like he kind of has a oh, messed up hand, no. missing some fingers, and then he's in a wheelchair. Oof. This guy got messed up somehow. They like the vulnerable because they're usually more desperate. They're usually mm -hmm. more willing to They believe. need something to focus yeah, on. Yeah, they need something to hold on to. And it's not apparently enough for people to just hold on to being a good person. Yeah. And to finding stuff that you enjoy in life and trying to... Uh, contribute in a neutral way rather than trying to manipulate and con people into believing your personal beliefs mm -hmm. amen i agree uh here are some oh. new cult members that are engaged to, dem <laughs> to demonstrate real life fundamentalism <laughs> so these uh <laughs> like your caption i'm sorry <laughs> these two little babies oh playing gosh on the floor what this little baby's like flicking you off <laughs> yeah she's using her where did finger. these pictures come from the website yeah these are oh, all yeah, on this, these are on uh, the website okay yeah the um, new hope okay yeah new hope church no, okay.com or something like think, that was that what it was called i think that's what it was called no Ooh, i'm a little part home church oh home church okay.com yeah got kizzle um, and there's, there's like, uh, they got the, like the toddler, uh, what do they call that kind of fencing? It's the baby gates. It's just a baby gate. Yeah, up there's baby them. gates. Um. The little like foam puzzle mattresses. Yeah, it's and little, weird like, that they. Toys. They're Ooh, obsessed. like binkies. Ugh. They're obsessed with, uh, all that children shit they at church. Play. Yeah, why do I think it's good to. Go I like the community aspect of church where it's like, okay, we're going to have people, we're all helping with the children, and this is a safe spot, yeah. um, except the Catholic church. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but just take, like, the whole religious aspect out of yeah, it. Yeah, take it out. Have gatherings take like it, that. Yeah, Bring it food, it's cool. things like that. It's cool potlucks yeah. getting together, talking. Uh, as our neighbors call it, fellowshipping. Yeah, oh, fellowshipping. God, such a creepy word. Except in fellowship Be friendly. Um, yeah, just being friendly, <laughs> helping. Sometimes they'll help with um, uh, uh, pay medical uh, bills if someone has an accident or issue at the church and they're in the hospital. They'll try to raise money or give yeah, food or help. Or... Ha have uh, help nights to help uh, someone move or do some yeah. renovation. What are you gonna say? I was gonna say do something like the. What did you say? The tithing tithing yeah tithing Tithes do something like that yeah. and put it back into the community yeah. so like put some something on or it's just bizarre to me that they like, they throw in this religion the, the yeah religious do all beliefs. of it but without the religious like aspect of it yeah, why don't we have stuff like that i don't know any all stuff right, that like was that. all the pictures oh so man that we're on to the audio audio i don't I'm know ready. how long this episode's gonna be the audio is about 50 minutes um 60 minutes wow um, oh yeah, you did tell could, me that. Yeah, we could pause it as as needed. As um, needed. I think yeah. we should try to do all this tonight since it's only seven o'clock. 
Seven o'clock on the. Why are you always giving me looks after we um, we we make an agreement that we're gonna do something? Whoa. Then you're like, oh, oh, oh. whoa! I'm just looking. I wasn't uh, saying uh -huh. anything. You act like I don't know how to read your body language whoa. and your little facial. Whoa! I read your paper tics. about bullying. Yeah, what did my paper say? A bully. Which you paper? said you wanted to in a special episode, <laughs> the little me. <laughs> and here is, like, you, you said comedy, belittle Lashley, etc. And I think that is what you're trying to do to me. I'm on to you, Mister. I'm on to you. I'm ready for this audio. Okay. I will pause if I need to. Okay. I don't so know. you just uh, <laughs> I'm gonna we'll you just find out. keep your horses on. We're gonna find out. Make sure to bring uh, up. I the know. User speaker on the side. I know. So when we push when start, we push play. we'll figure out our audio uh, volume options and we'll make this work. Okay, we're gonna start yeah. with this first one. What is it? Okay, this is the older older one. So the title is um, Cassian Grant home church the love seat because they do some love seat thing and the title of their sermon is called fighting in marriage okay okay so what year did this come out do we know <clears throat> what year did they do this do do we know that is we, it going to take long to find out or it doesn't take i think long i long, could right? maybe find out here in a second oh no we're getting on google uh-oh i gotta pull this we over weren't prepared closer. for this question we hey, just you gotta fill the, the dead spot. air whoa that's a lot I'm clicking my oh search God, bar. Oh, God, click, click, click. Search, search box. Can't really feel much. Oh, The Mandalorian. We started watching that. That was um, that's pretty okay. Once you figured out that weird. What's it, what's it called? The, um. I don't know. What that setting, and it looks so bopper-y. Like, does anyone oh, else yeah. get that? That weird, like, so bopper-y TV our, setting? We had to turn off our HD. You got a multitask here, mister. Motion blur. Setting. Oh yeah, uh, I'm Why not gonna is that find like, it. Oh, okay. Um, well, it was we don't a, need it's from a couple year. years ago though. Okay, it was still when they were emailing me. Okay, okay. And so, it's been a couple. and I yeah, I think I showed it to you at the time. Okay. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm ready. <laughs> let's do this. Play. We're ready. Here we All go. All right, let's go on this adventure. Let's see what we gotta think. <laughs> if you come up with anything you want to comment on, just get at us at Instagram or on the website. All right, quit talking. Mm, shut up. <laughs> I am going to really enjoy introducing to you this next couple that is going to join us in this fabulous love seat. You will recognize them. Of course, Rainy has already told you who they are and what they do in our church. They are so faithful, and they are just an incredible couple. Yeah. They really, truly connect with the young people in this congregation, as well as those of you that have been here for a long time. Uh, that's why they also lead the college and career group and the community groups. Uh, you will recognize them if you have never met them. You have definitely seen them. Uh, Cassie has purple hair. And so, yes, everybody loves that purple hair. And Grant, you know, there's really nothing distinguishing as far as appearance. Yeah, I know, he's just a regular Joe. But the cool thing about them is they're really tall and big-hearted people <laughs> and so what? you will definitely recognize them they are yeah. truly anointed they are called by god to be here if you have that doubt that what? they are or called not you see through what they're going to teach you this morning that they truly are a gift <laughs> from god without further <laughs> gift ado, god. introduction here comes cassie and grant come up here my brother and sister come up here you know brother so cool. are they jeering do you know, do you know 
<gasps> what the? What the heck? They're actually playing music, I think. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, just so they can walk up there? What is this? Yeah. Like an Oscar? Like, is it a real live band? No. It's a CD. Voice. <laughs> That's Cassie's voice. I can't even understand what you're saying over there. So if you're gonna say something, actually say something. Whoa! Don't just like just cackle into the mic while they're like making laughing. noise too. I'm just um, laughing. So the the lower vo or the <laughs> higher voice is Cassie, obviously, and the lower okay. lower one is is Grant. They would just jam out to this song like a lot on Sundays after church. Like everybody would be dismissed, and these they would be up here like jamming out to this song. So no, <laughs> I can't dancing even around. What they're saying. I honestly like cannot even tell. What they she's are saying, saying. She's saying, we jam out to the song. We jam out to the song. Okay, this is weird. Okay, what's weird? Cassie has a lisp that I don't remember her ever having growing up with her. So she just randomly got a lisp? I don't know. I don't have any memory of her having a lisp. But if you listen to the... Like, <laughs> they have a lisp. Are you sure it's not because you edited or no. altered the audio? No, because the regular audio. She has a lisp. She has a lisp. Okay. Okay, push and play. Maybe and we just love the song. Happened. It talks about slurpees. And <laughs> it's fine. You should listen to the song. DC 10 by Audio Adrenaline. It's fine. So, yeah. That's, That's our song. That's hot. <laughs> That's when I had guess. blonde hair and it was long. And we were little babies. And I had, yeah. I had the light of purple. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everyone. So excited to be here with you today. My name is Grant. We've probably met if we haven't. I'm sorry. So this is my wife, Cassie, here. We've okay, been married wait, you gotta pause. I can't. Years. Um, if you've not been... I can't with that audio. <laughs> sorry. You expect me to endure 50 fucking minutes of this audio? Jesus Christ. Yes. I I think my insides would explode. Oh, my eyes are so watery right now. Oh no. Are you laughing so hard that you're crying? I think Proof. I squirted. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's no, disgusting. No one needs to know I'm that. There. We're I almost can't. Through. I'm gonna almost through we're You're not gonna do any of it we're two minutes in holy shit i cannot keep You're it together <laughs> this audio i need to listen to the original i can't with this audio if you haven't met her before let me just but this is the most passionate person you will ever meet hands down like that is for sure it shows through the purple hair but it's just everything she touches and is a part of in life she is very passionate about that includes coffee which is a true and deep love which i only had half a cup today because i felt like my heart would like burst out of right. my chest if i had yeah. a full cup so she falls asleep halfway through here that's why but um, <laughs> 
Gilmore Girls is another passion. If you have any fans in here, yeah, a TV show. Uh, Jesus, for sure. That was one of the first things that really, really attracted me. I can't. She didn't have to remember that. But it was her love for Jesus. And she really, really loves me well. So, um, I'm also a big fan of that. So that is my wife, Cassie. Um, if you want to look up in the dictionary the definition for zany, she fits that to a T. Some of the things like weird is one of the synonyms in there. Take it the best possible way, but she is uniquely different and I love that about her. So this is my wife, Cassie. <laughs> so, um, as, uh, what was, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that laugh? Her voice sounds so funny. And then you just get used to that and then Grant <laughs> talks. Who was just laughing? That was disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. That was the that was a really awkward laugh. I lost it. I couldn't uh, do you remember to rewind it? No, I can't. You should slow slow mode. What do you do? <laughs> so I thought I'd share a little bit real quick what I, I do. Um, basically, every morning I get a cup of coffee and I go into my office and I color. So uh, that what? is what a creative director what? does. No, I'm, I'm seriously <laughs> kidding. Um, well, first of all, that was so, a joke. So she that was, she, yeah, she was a, she was the creative director at her church. She, she told me she that in an email once. Office and colors. Yeah, I don't. I'm curious how much she earned. And I'm curious what her real like job duties day to day were. Yeah. And I'm curious like, what she does now. She probably doesn't work. Oh yeah, didn't they? I don't know why they I'm, moved. Stop itching your eyes, please. That's <laughs> people could probably hear it squishing, and that's <laughs> disgusting. Of course, Brandon and Mallory Reed. They don't they want are that. You probably made Angie Pangy leave. I. Because you were you, <laughs> you were straight hooting. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't and my control myself, okay? You cannot rile me this much in quiet hours okay. because this audio is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and they're genuinely like nerds. Nerds. Um, they're so dorky and they're like voices. awkward. Oh, like how they are? Yeah. It's yeah. way better like this. <laughs> Right okay. hands and I love them and <coughs> they do more than you guys even know. So I love you guys and thank you so much for everything you do. Um, they're running things for me back there. Uh, so I oversee the social media of the church as well as the website. I also oversee the the look and the feel of the church, which basically what? is our brand, and um, that can range from anything to printed material to the music that you're hearing. Uh, I, just lots of little detail stuff is I love that kind of stuff. I choose the blankets. Whoops, I forgot that was there. The blankets that go on couches and such things as that. So and yes, it does. Ooh, <coughs> just so fancy. everyone knows, in the video, <coughs> the blanket on the couch. Okay. On, oh, on on the love seat. The that's in, on the love in their seat. title. Okay. She made it. Is the same blanket I believe from her childhood. I had a green one. You remember like my Indian blanket? I do remember we, that. Uh, we got them in New Mexico, I believe. I remember that. They sell that, them like yeah. everywhere. Uh, she has a purple one in the video. Whoa. So. Whoa. Super talented. Wow. <laughs> what do you think of how involved she is with everything? I don't know. I mean, it's good she's, like, keeping busy, but there's, like, better things you kind of could be doing. Like, what are you really helping? What are you really accomplishing? 
the way the church looks is really gonna like improve to, people to, to like be kind. Well, they need people to keep coming and giving them money. Why? So that they can just like spend it on their houses and cars. Yes. Like they're not giving anything back. They think that what they're they saving. Doing? They think that they're saving souls. That's how they think they're giving back. But you can like be a good person and like. But they think that they're saving people from going to hell. But we don't have like definitive proof <clears throat> that hell like exactly. exists. Exactly. They believe it all by faith. But you can't believe every like you have to have facts. <laughs> you Not can't these just guys. Like, you can't just like make shit up and be like, okay, I'm gonna believe in this. That's and what they do. This is gonna happen. That's what they do. But they they claim it's all based on like, uh, like historical evidence too. But okay, they 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 this they is make like that shit up too. I don't know if I want to even explore it on my own. Like look into like. Like, how did it even become a thing? Why did, like, why did it just, like, become a thing? Because people, uh... Like, they just needed something to, They just like, have to in? have something, yeah. Okay. It became, <clears throat> I think it, well, I think organized religion yourself. came from trying to control people. When like When, when the shit. population got bigger and bigger, uh, and the tribes got harder to manage, they needed... Like a new type of uh, way to scare people into doing what they wanted them to do. Okay, that makes sense. All right, continuing. Your hair, yes, (laughs) yes, it does. Or my hair. (laughs) I'm a little excited. Okay, Um, so uh, what else do I do? I over I uh, direct our services, so I am in communication with everybody that has anything to do with our services, and just making sure that everybody's on the same page that. We're, we're all flowing the same direction, going the same direction, which is awesome. I love doing that. Uh, I also oversee, I'm the team leader for the production team, so everybody that serves in the sound booth, which you guys rock! Thank you guys for everything that you do. Um, they do an incredible job to create an atmosphere in here every week where people can connect with God and meet with God. Um, and I'm so thankful for our team. I also have the privilege of overseeing the coffee shop team, which Tori Baker and the team over there is doing an incredible job operating and running that. So thank you, Tori, and the team over there. So yeah, I also, it's not really part of the job description, but I serve with the students on Wednesday nights with... Yeah, student on this trailer. So together we do college and yeah. uh, community groups on Sunday mornings. So we love you guys. It reminds me of that show. Also, I get the privilege of being a student here. So if you are a part of that, I love you guys, and you've all Yay. experienced the gauntlet of friendliness as you come in. That <laughs> is that team, and they are amazing. Uh, they, were about, they were talking about the the people who welcome them. As you enter the uh, church. Okay. Oh, all those creepy people that stand yeah. around. They're like, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome in. Come on. Yeah. Make sure when you say something, though, that you actually say something. Excuse <laughs> you me. just stare at me. So you're not just rambling over the thing. Look at her. She wants to go to bed so bad. She's oh so bored God, with this. Oh, my God. I'm not. Jesus. Here, so that is an awesome, awesome... Uh, she advises well. Yes, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, in, <laughs> and in my spare time, I fly airplanes for a small local company here called Quick Trip. So you may have, <laughs> you may have seen them. Yes, but... So back to our story just a little bit. We've been married for nine years. Uh, nine years and two months. And what? A few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... 
we're the ones talking about marriage up here today, but we know there are people out here so, so, so more qualified than us. Um, so if you've been married longer than us, longer than nine months, would you stand? We're just here to acknowledge you guys yes, and we thank you so much. Woo! If you've been married yeah. longer than nine years, yeah, okay. Sounds like a drunk. I know, like this audio. Like, she sounds like a fucking crazy drunk, and he sounds like he's, like, hiding from the police, but they're, like, they're all, like, woo, go, guys, yeah. They're all, like, preaching people and, like, being all weird. This is something they often do at churches. They'll ask people to stand. Will all the new people stand today? That's awkward. Why do you want to call them out? Will all the veterans stand today? Will all the whoever stand today? Awesome. We look up to you, we respect you. For those of you who are newly married, you can sit. Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but for those of you that are newly married or maybe you're single and wanting to get married, find out those people because this church has some amazing, yeah. amazing uh, marriages in there. Marriages that we look up to, people that we go to, and we ask questions like, how are you doing it after all these years? Um, and so we've learned so much from them. Yeah. Cassie pointed out that pretty much our whole married life, we've been here at Grace, and we've yeah. really, really learned so much from We've them. grown up as a, as a married couple here yeah. in this church. I mean, we got married in August, and we started coming here in November. So next right. month will be our ninth anniversary at Grace yes. Church. Yes. So we're pretty excited and right um we're going to get a grace church so either they changed grace church churches or they changed the name yeah maybe they changed it yeah cassie has the gift of telling stories so she is going to share a bit of our story because the series is called the love seat so we should probably sit in the love seat together be romantic and stuff um so great described me i get to describe him if you've never met met him um so this man is one of the most um stable which i need in my life thank you jesus um unwavering kind generous patient people i've ever met and um I am hardly any of those things. <laughs> okay, kind. I try to go for kind, but I'm not very patient and I'm not very stable. Yeah. So, um, I mean, one day my hair is not purple and the next it is, you know. So, um, but he and he would live outside if he could and he's constantly reading. Like a homeless um, person. And you don't see this side of him very often, but he is a complete goofball. He is just crazy. I call him my closet crazy because he only comes out of the closet at home about that. It's like, whoa, if everybody only knew. And he's a hottie with a body, but that makes right. everybody awkward and uncomfortable. So, so we'll, we'll just on, move, yeah. on. We move on. We'll move on. Move on. No <laughs> distinguishing factors, Jeff Pivis. Oh my goodness. Um, I think it's weird that she made that closet what? reference. Yeah, what? I'm confused. It was like a for back. Being, it's almost being, like a backhanded compliment. For being anti-gay. <laughs> yeah, he's coming out make, of the closet about this. A closet crazy. What? Interesting. Hilarious. Hilarious. Back to the sermon. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're Why? at church. Don't forget, this is church. Yeah. We're supposed to be in the back, in the back pews of the church, listening. Don't to make this. me angry at church, motherfucker. I will yell at you in oh, front of all these it. other. I will hit you in front of all these people. Um, uh, what do they call them? The flock. The flock. <laughs> the other um, loving 
recipients of you said Lord's, you had a question jesus lord christ savior's <coughs> life yes, yes. um i do have a question but you made me forget it because you interrupted me welcome to my life Oh, back okay. to the sermon. Back to the sermon. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I remembered my question. <laughs> Omg! So they're literally just on stage doing this in front of people. Yes. But like, why? This is what people do at church. But like, don't these people already know who they are? Some of them, but you're assuming everyone that goes to church is friends with everyone at that church. I guess. But that's but, not true. Okay, so they're... Like, like, some people are friends, and they know who people are, and some people don't know anything about you. Just okay. like any well, other, I, like, I school. get that. Yeah, okay, I get yeah. that. Like, you want to know who these people are, yeah. I get it. But, like... So you can relate to them. So, like, but... Why do they got to tell, like, this long-ass story about, like, how they met? Like, what's the point? What does it got to do with because anything? Because it's like, probably about, well, the the name of the sermon is called Fighting in Marriage. So, so they just probably come just up here and they're going to, like, do this, like, play thing. They're giving you a, a backstory okay. of, of their okay. lives so I that I guess you can try to learn along with do, them. Do you think that they do, like, every sermon kind of like this? Or do you think they actually have ones where people are just, like, standing there, like, preaching out of a book and, yeah, hallelujah. Or do they just, like, put on, like, they put on plays sometimes? Like, church puts on plays sometimes? Yeah, they usually do that around, like, holidays. Oh. Like Easter, okay. Christmas. I don't um, know that. They'll read from the Bible. And part of preaching, giving a sermon, is talking about your personal experiences or other stuff that you encountered um hmm. and sharing this kind of stuff it's pretty normal at least in the the christian churches i went to okay all right thank you um, um so how we met and got married and everything is one of my favorite stories to tell and um it's a challenge for me to talk about it without all of the incredible awesome god details so you're gonna get the Abridged, God details? Uh, is that what I heard? Abridged version today. Um, I think I heard God details. So Grant and I, for those of you guys that don't know, are originally from Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Is that Boo. Is there anyone Yes, Janice from Iowa. Yes. Yes. Boo. It sucks there. So we grew up in the, in the cornfields of Iowa. However, our hometowns are about an hour and a half apart from each other. So we did not grow up together. Um... So we have a mutual friend that she came down to my hometown and she actually did an internship down there and, and at, at my church. So I got to know her. She was from where Grant is uh, originally from and I got to know her really well. We became close friends. And then after she finished the internship, she went back to uh, Grant's from Jefferson, <laughs> Iowa, which is a little, little farm community. <laughs> little tiny have one stoplight it's stop signs but there's only one stoplight which is awesome um so so stephanie moved back home and after she finished the internship and i i was in high school i went up to go visit her for her birthday which was also in august and I was 17. Oh, I was a senior in high school. This was my first big road trip, which was super exciting by myself, an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, man. I was excited. And <laughs> we, I got there. We, I 
get to the house and she goes, well, I'm getting cookies and lemonade and I'm taking it to a group of guys that are, yeah. are working on our youth pastor's house. They were remodeling the house and she goes, you want to go with me? Manipulation, that law violation. So <laughs> we head over to the house group, Free labor. Of, group of guys Come there on. working and Free labor. Uh, they all stop. And labor for love, man. Cookies and we're all being loud and ridiculous like oh only God. a group of, you know, high school, college people can be. And... Uh, my attention is drawn to this guy that's sitting over on a cooler eating his lemonade or eating his lemonade <laughs> eating his lemonade eating his cookies and drinking his lemonade just quietly keeping to himself and all of these awesome people and my attention is drawn to this guy and i was just intrigued by him so what did you think that day when I waltzed into your life? So Cassie was a bundle of energy, as you can imagine. She was probably very hopped up on Cassie that day. Um, but yeah, I was just drawn to her bubbly personality. She she loves life and it shows all the time. And then once I got to know her a little bit better, we went to the same church. And you could just see her passion for God was unlike anything I'd seen in a young person before. So those things really, really stood out to me. And that's, uh, that's what started it there. Yeah, so... I left that day. Left, uh, we left. Well, what are you thinking? Uh, what do you think of these guys? Uh, these guys are... I don't know. I don't think I could talk like that out in the open, like, to you. They're, like, weird. It's, like, goofy. I don't know. And they're just... It's, like... It's just, like... <laughs> like oh, I, just, I keep getting whiffs of coffee. It smells good. It's, like, uh... It's all like, it's like worse than a <laughs> podcast. I don't know. It's just like, uh, it's not about anything really. Yeah, it's just like, they're just up there. That's a lot of what, what church was. This is a long, they're doing like a long opening. Like how, yeah. that's crazy. Like no wonder their sermon goes like a fucking hour <laughs> because it's like, you guys are too busy like fucking shit giggling on stage with each other. Like just get to your sermon. <laughs> left the house and Ooh, i just like really didn't think anything of it other than <laughs> i think i even asked my friend stephanie who was who was the oh guy on the cooler and that day she told me years later after we were married she goes i actually knew that day that you guys were going to get married and i was like what, what? The whatever <laughs> so um <laughs> so i went back home i you know i, I think she, i went who said she said one of her friends said i thought she said michelle she says in like another one of these that my mom also claimed what that she knew you know that how do she you was know going to move to jefferson the god god told her yeah. god was or someone influenced her i don't like your impatience with this fucking sermon no i'm not impatient with that i just hate when people like i think that's probably how you get when you hate when I just like drag on, like oh, I put yeah. in these you like give me silly every details. Fucking detail of work, yeah. <laughs> and I have no idea what terms yeah. you're using, so and like who these people are, and you're just like giving every detail, and it's just like I don't like get to the know. point. Yeah, so like I feel like that's kind of how I get because like I don't like fucking know her, and I don't know him. That's true too. I Maybe. don't know a lot about church, so it's just like what it, what are yeah. you doing? Like what is this? <laughs> What's, uh, it's what's like, your point? It's like a bad <clears throat> open mic night every <laughs> every Sunday mixed with like all that control shit that we already talked yeah, about. Like Back to this, this. Oh, oh, we're never oh. going to finish. 
back up to visit her a couple more times over the next year. But senior in high school, getting making plans on what I was going to do after after high school, and I knew I was going to be coming down to Oklahoma to go to college, but I had been offered to go help with some missionaries in Haiti for a year. And so I, I was going to take that, and I was really excited to go do that. And one day I was in my room praying, and not even about anything specific, just praying. And, and the Lord spoke so clearly to me, no, you are not going to Haiti. You are moving to Jefferson, Iowa. And I I proceeded to uh, ignore the Lord for about two to three months. <laughs> because um, now that I've lived there, I, I, I love Jefferson, but most people are not moving to Jefferson. You know, it's not like, uh, oh, I want to move there. You know, so uh, and I, I would get asked when I finally did make the decision to go, why are you moving? So she even hesitates to say, well, Jesus told me, is that what I just picked up? Well, yeah. when people asked her why she was moving, she couldn't even say like, oh, I just, I, I feel compelled to move. Yeah. She wants to tell people, this is my opportunity to tell people about the Lord. <laughs> well, the Lord told me to move. And then what, she praying. just moves there and then she... She was praying in her room. <laughs> Interesting. That like I don't know. I don't, I can't imagine spending my time doing that. Just like on my knees. She she said she wasn't even praying for anything particular. So what was she doing? Just like reading like a verse <laughs> out of the Bible, or does she have it memorized? Like is that what you guys had to do? Like well, did you have to like <clears throat> get on your knees and like clasp your hands and like pray? No. And, like close your eyes. Like praying to me. Like when she says that, she was probably just like sitting like anywhere. And just, like, uh, maybe talking quietly to herself, like, praying to God, like, dear God. Or, like, in her head. Make my life better. Or in your head. Okay. But, yeah, like, yeah, Christians will just, yeah, you could pray anywhere. That's just what you do. Pray when you drive. Like I told you today, I pray saw when people you praying. Yeah. So if she was by herself, she was probably, like, sitting on her bed or at a desk or something. <laughs> I don't know if she was reading the Bible or what the fuck she was doing, but... Yeah, you can do them all. We'll never know. It's a mystery. <laughs> so, I, I did. I fought it. I, I, I just straight up, I don't even know that I acknowledged God when he spoke that to me. I knew he had, but I don't even think... So she's claiming that God speaks to her. <coughs> <coughs> and they either mean that audibly, <coughs> like they wow. audibly hear them speaking. How? Or they, they claim, oh, God speaks in a quiet, gentle voice. And, and we'll whisper it to you or what? kind of prod you and poke you in your gut or your heart <laughs> um that's just called like intuition or like <laughs> like that's just like a natural reaction to the body like you're always going to lean one way or another like, or using the knowledge that you know or... about something to guide your decisions they honestly think 100 percent. it's not like self-based like, no, they're they not think, forcing no, they, themselves in one way or another for something to be triggered for right. their body to automatically tell them, like, this is really what you want. Like, that's that's basically what your gut feeling is, like, your intuition. It's, like, kind of warns you, like, oh, don't do that. Right. That doesn't think, mean it's God, though. But they say that it is, and they're not even just talking about that. They They think it's deeper than that. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I don't yeah, they, think. They literally think that and claim 
I think that, they claim that's that. crazy. You can't, that... you can't say that. You didn't hear God. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's say, no well, proof. I did. I did hear yeah. God. God did speak to you me. Can't. Yeah, there's like, nothing what? you can do there's about no that. Yeah, so you could claim anything. Yeah, you really. I mean, you really can. If you, you can't can claim prove it, if, there, if it's not repeatable, if it's you can't reproduce it, then and you can't verify it. Yeah. Then you can literally say whatever you want. <laughs> so she's on stage, in front of other people, telling people that God, Creator of the universe, has spoken to her. Yeah. To move to that he cares. Her. Yeah. About telling her to move, that she needs to move to this little town in Iowa. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> I think something just inside of her, she just wanted to move, like, for whatever reason. I don't think it was because God. I don't think God can it's just, like, like go stitch, and, like, control people. It's like, well, I have stuff, I mean, synchronicities and stuff that kind of, like, Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's lines God. Lines up. And, but to say, sit there and say with certainty, certainty that, well, God put that in my path, and God is doing this, and he has a plan, and... Like you, you have all the certainty, and you start talking in in certainties and um, in uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like everything's you're you're so sure about everything. And yeah, it's like well, it's not facts. There's not proof. <laughs> like yeah, I think that there's it, definitely like a higher power, it. but I wouldn't sit there and be like, God, I, I have to pray to this higher power because if I don't like. I'm going to be a sinner, like, just, I just think, like, yeah, there's, like, a higher power, but I don't believe that it's, like, a god. I think either way, like, things are going to be happening, and as long as I'm, like, a decent human being, that's, like, all that really matters. I don't need this, like, weird filler stuff in between saying, like, well, you need to, like, have faith in this one thing, and you need to do all these things to prove that you have this faith in this one thing, and you have to trust that everything you're feeling is that thing like pushing you into like a direction yeah and it's like well that's not really what it is and it's interesting that it's supposed to be faith-based i believe by have faith, faith. yeah they um have them don't even practice what they preach man <laughs> that uh i don't remember what i was gonna say about that faith stuff <laughs> That it's, uh, uh, what were we talking about a second ago? We were talking, talking about, about this. I don't Remind know, me. we would have to pause it. Alright, well back to this, we've been rambling too long. I acknowledged him, and uh, I proceeded to make my plea and to go to Haiti, and one day my mom, we were just having lunch or dinner or something, and she goes, I know you're going to move to Jefferson and you're going to meet your husband, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, that got me on the straight and narrow real fast because uh, obviously she just spoke what I knew God was speaking to my heart. And so made plans to move to Jefferson. God worked it out. Um, it was amazing. Lived there for a year. And pretty quick after I, I moved there, I, I think we... I got to pause. I got to pause. Because that was like multiple synchronicities right there. And I'm not saying it's because it's like a God or anything. But I think it was kind of weird how those synchronicities lined up. And I think that that is the universe's way of working. Saying that something in our life is lining up. Not God-based. Universe-based. Because the universe is always moving. It's always shifting. We have proof of things like that. Space and things and... Not What's that have to do with God? But the universe planning it? 
that it's moving so it's planning things like what you just said made zero sense i don't know i was just rambling but <laughs> what i wanted to actually talk about was how you just said that you thought like oh i think in something like my mom my sister says my mom yeah because i knew i heard it yeah i'm just that's crazy You're that, that it's this that? one and then like we were just talking about it so i, I have more of an issue with synchronicity. What, i have more of an issue with what my sister is saying with what my mom said. Well, yeah, is, is, that is kind of weird. Like, So did, is she claiming that my mom... So she was torn between going to Haiti and going to Jefferson. Yeah. And then my mom said, I know you're going to Jefferson and you're going to meet your husband <laughs> there. So did my mom almost like... Tell her manipulate like, that's what you should do. My sister into making a decision towards like you sh like pushing her towards like, one way uh, yeah probably because she probably didn't want to like her to go like over to haiti she probably was like <laughs> rather like well i would rather you like go and get married oh god yeah because that's what like people like love like especially I was thinking religious today people that i think i'm my most religious people my grandparents only grandson whoa on on my mom's side whoa because it's crazy my mom only has one son yeah and that's and you. then my aunt allison only has daughters my aunt anna i think only had a daughter sheesh or a daughter one daughter that's and a i don't know if she had any other kids because i don't remember her ever having a boy I only had like one or two <clears> aunts. she did he was like an adult and never came around uh -uh. And then, um... She probably got the right idea. My Uncle Tony... Uh... I think his son was through his wife. From a previous marriage. Oh, so it wasn't even, like, his son. Yeah. Like, by birth. Anyway, I don't know why that came into my mind. Because <laughs> we were I, It just seems it. almost like manipulation that my mom told my Kinda sister. Kind of, like, nudged her in that way. Yeah. Like, well, I know up. you're going to do this. That's kind of crazy. Both knew pretty quickly that that's why I was there. And um, it, he actually asked me one night, so why did you move here? And I, it took everything in me to not say, well, because of you. <laughs> and God that's did a really lot creepy. in my life during that time. But That's but really, really stalker really alert. How, how he made that all happen. So um, I moved there that fall. In December, we we actually communicated that we were interested in each other, um, which was was a cool night. And uh, then in May, we got engaged. And then in August, I moved down here, and Grant moved up to Michigan. And so it makes we, perfect sense. Yes, you moved. So how fast was that? It was like three months. They got engaged within three months. Because she said something about May, and then she was like, and then we got engaged in August. That's May, June, July. Oh, for like four months. Yikes. That's how, that's so fast. Like, you don't even know this person. Like, you can sit there and claim yeah, you they know got this married. person, but you don't fucking know this person. They got married before I moved to California. Like, I still learn, I feel like I still learn new things about you. <laughs> and we've known each other for like 12 years. Like, how the fuck do you know right away you're going to get married? Like, that's crazy. You don't know if you're going to like this person in 12 years. Moved like, to California the first time, I just want to say. Yeah, oh yeah, the first time. Yeah. Sorry. Hundreds of miles away from each other after you get engaged. So, we lived apart for that year that we were engaged. Married people talking about their engagement. Still. 
Oh, that does happen a lot. <laughs> they, a lot of people like to talk about. They that. love people who are engaged. Love to talk about themselves being engaged, and they've been married for nine nine years, and they're still talking about their fucking engagement, <laughs> um, which is really hard. We only saw each other a few times that year, and then he his school was a one year program. He, so he graduated the week before we got married. So his family and I, his family is here, which yes. I'm so excited sure. they're here. And hi to my parents. <laughs> I love you guys. I know they're watching online. Um, so I lost my train of thought. Oh, so I went up with his family to his graduation. Then we moved him back. We got married. We went on our honeymoon. We came back to Jefferson for like 10 days. And then we moved down here. I mean, it was just a crazy whirlwind right there after we got married. We were exhausted and needed a nap. So it's another thing that I'm real passionate about yeah, is naps. I love naps. They're amazing. Oh, fuck so, yeah, I love naps. I was to, to our honeymoon. Um, it was great. We went to a cabin in a little park. Still talking about their honeymoon. Why would she bring... The, the yeah. title of the sermon is Fighting in Marriage. And they're talking about their engagement and honeymoon. Hun honeymoon. Like, why are you talking about your engagement and honeymoon? Narcissist. Narcissist. Straight up. Met law violator. <laughs> just a couple hours away. It was super relaxing and non-stressful, which is awesome. Um, but we ended up having a really big argument on our honeymoon. Oh. And oh, that is not something funny. that anybody You're ever told you is on your honeymoon. Things right. might not go perfectly. And you it's might not have... Yes, exactly. You, you're going to have a... I hate how she gets super loud. Yeah. After she's quiet. Yeah. And then I have to turn this And you have down. to keep adjusting the volume. Big, huge fight. So, I mean, it's you're in the cabins. It's it's a perfect place for romance, <laughs> not for tension. Faker. And, you know, an argument. Well, apparently it is. So, because we proved that it was. And I just remember... I, honestly, I don't remember the details of what we fought about. I have no idea to this day. I even asked him, like, no. do you remember what we fought about? And he said, no, I have no idea. So it was really important, yeah. obviously. Um, but I just remember getting so angry, and I ended up leaving the cabin. Now, I didn't, like, pack up my stuff and, like, leave for good, but I just walked out. And he had no idea where I was going, yes. and he came after me eventually, and then, then we fought by the lake, you know? It's just like, yeah. <laughs> Very romantic, but that is not. Something. <laughs> what do you think they thought about? How come they don't say? Fuck, I don't know. About who hurt hears God better? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who fucking knows? Probably some dumb shit. Something that people, you know, you don't have that expectation, right. and um, it was pretty. It was pretty brutal little moment in our in our. I think we've been married two or three days at this yes. point, and suddenly. Yes. My new bride has stormed out of our cabin. I'm sitting there all by myself. Okay, but y'all like, got married just because she walked ever. out. Like, she never walked out ever before. Come on. I had my, my idea of what it was, and I've never seen this model in other Christian marriages. You're like, this is the healthy thing. She will leave, and you will sit there all by yourself. <laughs> um, and so, like, this is what's going through my mind. And I'm like, what in the world am I supposed to do? You know, first of all, again, if any of you would be honest, when you first got married, you're like, wait a minute. You wake up the next day, you're like, I have no clue what I'm doing. Like, you know, here I am, I'm married, I'm now, you know, like, I have a wife, and what do I do with her? Like, you know, this is all new. Um, and then when she gets a little upset... I'm sorry, can someone please answer me? 
please. How, why would you wake up not knowing what to do? You're going to do exactly what you were doing. Just because you're married, you have to act differently. Exactly. I don't understand. You just you wake up and you do whatever the fuck you would normally do. The only well, difference is you have a ring and a paper and like a different last name. Why does that suddenly change everything? That's why it's useful to get to know each other a little bit more before uh, <laughs> getting married or um, moving in together. Yeah, interesting. I just wanted to, I just wanted to point that out. Thought that was yeah. something interesting on my mind. People, I think, do think they have to act different. Like, oh, now I play this role. It's like, no. Oh, like, now I have a wife. What do I do? Well, what you, all you have to do, do is just shit. continue being yourself. But you're going to just continue trying to learn even more. You're going to learn how to be, continue being an individual. And now you're going to learn how to um, be a partner. Mm-hmm. And you have to still learn how to be a member just of society. Just continue to co coexist with with each other and then how you coexist with everyone else like it's no different it's the same thing i think he's just trying to be funny i'm dying of laughter i'm gonna go to hell but you can't stand seeing you and it storms out you're like okay i have no so obviously you're falling your face before god but um we figured we're gonna have to get a little bit better at this i mean unfortunately that wasn't the first time i did that it's weird to me how how much um I, well, I, I would see this constantly in my own family, where it was like this, what uh, was it? this um, kind of, uh, you're always responding to God. Yeah. And not really responding to the human in front of you. So you're just, yeah, you're supposed to respond to God and so, not to, like, what's actually physically around you. Yeah, so Grant's talking about, oh, flat, fall flat on my face in front of God. So he's talking about repenting and praying and asking for forgiveness and for help um, from God. Um, instead of maybe asking of himself, like, what can I do better? Where did I fuck up? Yeah. How, what can I do differently? What does she need? What does she want? Yeah, well, how, how do, can I help how can her? How can I compromise? Oh, Ask, getting her involved, asking her questions. Like, yeah, what do you need? Um, how can I help? Meeting um, meeting each other halfway and coming to some sort of compromise. Instead of always having some kind of like assumption. Why, why are you bringing in like the creator of the universe in your like self-pity? Like what, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah, what's that have to do with anything? Like... You're, you're, like, deferring or, uh, like, it's a deflection thing. Like, they, they want to deal with this invisible thing that they... Wanted to fix their problems for them. Well, they want this invisible thing that they don't have to really answer to. Mm. They view it. They, they say, I'm answering to God or ask God's forgiveness. But really what it is is, like, I think a coping thing to deflect from the real physical face-to-face stuff that is painful those painful interactions and conversations and i think what it is is well i i'm gonna pray to god or ask god and you can almost control it more because it's invisible yeah you can kind of think well i think i hear this i think i feel this and you can will yourself to do those things though yeah and you can kind of sit there and like convince yourself enough like i'm gonna keep talking to god he's gonna talk (laughs) back to me like you're gonna start thinking that you're like fucking hearing shit yeah 
it's it's all this weird shit it's really interesting though so um something hmm. to to consider I, I think it is some sort of weird coping thing when people pray it's it's so that they don't have to really deal with the physical thing right now it's a procrastination yeah thing instead or, of really like some self. sort of diversionary introspection where it's not them directly or the person directly instead they're going through this other um route which yeah. is quote unquote god interesting i'll just Maybe. deal with god yeah and then they, i don't have to deal with it myself then they'll come to you later and say i prayed about it or whatever and they'll give their little story of uh, <laughs> of what they learned or what they think my parents would do that when they would discipline me all the time and uh i would hear stories constantly like this like cassie's hmm. trying right now that's it's a bizarre world. Time I did right. that. It was the right. first time, but it was, it was not the, the only time yes. that I did that. I mean, I drove off a couple of times and what? after, and I just, now looking back, I'm like, what was going through his mind? Like, as I just storm out and, you know, very mature, Cassie, good job. Right. <laughs> so, so we want to talk about that just a little bit today. James 4.1 says this, what? causes fights and quarrels amongst you and i think that's a great question james had a great question right there so as we were thinking about this and maybe you can go back to when you first got married or maybe you can think back to a few minutes ago before you walked in the auditorium <laughs> here what causes fights and quarrels amongst you now for us it was anything and everything yeah. it was fair game it was how you load the dishwasher you know like i have my expectations i've been taught i know how to do this i'm a big boy she's been taught a different way and her way was probably better yeah, but, um so we thought about that folding laundry can i get an amen like this is <laughs> it's impossible there's it's, being on time right being on time or not on time yes, <laughs> cleaning the house groceries yeah. was a big oh we still us. to this day just for the peace of our marriage we don't we don't go grocery shopping together it's just we've recognized right. it's a weakness we in problem, our life yes. and so we just don't do it we Avoid can do a it. lot of things together you can't pray for God to help you guys go to the grocery store together? Yeah, they well, they want to pick and choose what they'll use God's power for. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, we shop together fine. What's yeah, the issue? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, sometimes they... we get antsy with each other, but, like, I, I don't, like, how, how can you not, like, no, go grocery Like, what happens at the stuff. grocery store that y'all can, like, get that fucking in a hizzy about that you can't go together? Yeah. It's a grocery store. What are you getting angry about? <laughs> the fuck? I can't. But we cannot go grocery shopping right. together. We see the grocery so, store completely You know, I just want to say, the, re one, the reason that we wanted to talk about this today, we won't, we're going to talk about fighting. It's going to get real, guys. Um, Pastor Rob, you know, said, let's be real Christians. Let's let's be real Christians. Like, marriage and fighting, it happens. Okay? It right. happens. So we're going to talk about it. So, oh, my God, because that's so real. Oh, they're just so down to earth. They, oh, admit, they admitted something that fighting happens in Christian Christian families and households. Can you believe that? Oh, I'm shocked wow. to the core. I wow. thought only so Christians were the only people who didn't fight. Yeah, I thought they, they didn't fight. Fucking everyone <laughs> fights. What the hell? Everyone has disagreements. Like, think of one person you've never had disagreement with. Guess what? You can't. Okay? Like, I think there's, there's probably more fighting in Christian households. <laughs> yeah, because then you got all this judgment, even though yeah. thou shalt not judge judges yeah. be judge how do you say it 
Judge not, lest ye be judged. Fucking nerd, I knew you'd know it. <laughs> Any one of you, I mean, you don't have to even be married. You just know another Mar person and this stuff comes up. Like, if you've had a roommate or, you know, you are fighting about who's doing or not doing the dishes. You are, you know, fighting about who's, who is or is not cleaning the toilet and if you're doing it well. You know, it's just, it, it's, yeah. Yes. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> is oh, so church is a huge part of are pe people really that petty? I mean, to me, it's just like, it needs done. Let's just do it. Whose turn is it? Let's do it. Like, yeah. how do you do it? Let's try to, let's make sure to do it this okay, way. This needs done. Like, why is it that, like that big of a deal? Yeah, but some people, like, you got fucking petty with me the other day over this, like, stupid ass PDF thing. So, like, I bet you, like, that petty is the same as, like, that petty. So, like, people just get, like, petty <laughs> with each other over dumb shit. Like, they just get triggered because they're, like, they feel like maybe they're always doing it or yeah. the other person's, like, lagging. Or What's important to them. Yeah, isn't important to you and it's that's a frustrating. A lot of it's a control thing. Like, they don't want to be, Yeah. they don't want to be told that there's a better way to do it. Or they want to tell someone else that their way is better. Yeah, exactly. Of our lives. Good lesson. And we have fought about church stuff so many times. That's all more recent. Oh man! <laughs> like, let's just be real. It's, uh -huh. it's a huge part of our lives. So we have, I mean, Always stage design, lobby design, our room for our community groups. Oh, we have fought about it all. It's worth doing, it's worth yeah, fighting exactly. over. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. Um, decorating <laughs> at our house. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Fill in the blank. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Again, James 4-1 asked that question. Um, I heard one pastor say this, and I absolutely loved it, but when his children were fighting, squabbling, I don't know if they were teenagers or what age they were, uh, if he was called in to, to mediate the argument, he would always start by having them recite this one thing, and they would have to say, the reason that we're arguing is because I'm not getting what I want. And I love that, but that doesn't matter if you're two years old over in the nursery or you're 92 years old the reason we fight and argue and quarrel is because we don't get what we want and i don't care how much we dress it up and make it sound yeah. more beautiful or spiritual or whatever <laughs> Actually, like that's what it ultimately comes down to and we saw that a few times i want to be one of them <laughs> i do agree with this though i just don't think it has anything to do with god we have any fans in here he said you can't always get what you want. We're starting to figure that out in life, yeah. and that especially holds true to marriage, is yeah. that we will find out right away you don't always yeah. get what you want. Very true. Um, so we are going to talk about disagreements, arguing, whatever euphemism you give it to make it sound better. <laughs> we are talking about that today. And, and the thing was, we would fight and argue all the time. But we didn't get any better at it. You would think practice would make perfect, but it did not work that way for us. And so we're like, okay, we're gonna, this is gonna be something. And I don't believe that a marriage that never fights or never argues is necessarily a real strong marriage because maybe somebody's steamrolling the other person and they don't even have an opinion. Maybe the other person is just extremely passive and whatever you want will do. So I, I don't think That's that was me. Awesome. I don't have an you opinion. Don't want to ever have a disagreement because I respect her and she is a wise, mature woman and I want her input in my life. Um, so we are going to disagree. Probably more often than not, more often than not, but occasionally. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like more We're both very than opinionated not. people, right. and I haven't met a person that doesn't have an opinion. So That's if true. you have an opinion, you're gonna probably, probably going to disagree. Yes. <laughs> so what does God need to tell us about this? Because we, we plan on being married for the rest of our lives, and we want to make it a really good marriage. Yeah. So we're like, what do we need to do and learn through this? And so this guy's really boring me. 
Dude, what a fucking snooze fest, y'all. Sorry. They're trying to be all like, love I haven't learned anything about God yet. I've what learned, is happening? I've learned more from myself than these fools. You've learned more from yourself? Yeah, from everything that I'm saying. Yeah, oh, than, yeah, that's than true. I've heard from Knowledge. what they're saying. Yeah, these guys are just like, yeah. Narcissists. Yeah. Some, what you would probably call small issues. No small issues can become very large. Now, you look at Song of Solomon, it says the, the foxes come into the vineyard and they would destroy the vineyard and eat the vine and you would lose the whole harvest. And, and so we're, we're talking Perfect. about those little things that if left unchecked can ruin it's not the double whole <laughs> But we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about addiction. We're not talking about um, adultery. We're not talking about um, any of these type of, of things, maybe cheating on your spouse. Um, those kind of that. things, you need to find a path. You need to find a Christian counselor. You need to find an older uh, Christian couple that you why can come with guidance and correction from. Why, why, why can't you, you just find anyone who can, like, help yeah. and, like, talk to you? Why don't you just go find a therapist? A Christian counselor. Why don't you just go find a counselor? Why did that have to be Christian? <laughs> an older Christian. Yeah, go find an older Christian and ask him some questions. Jesus. Well, you got to keep it in the cold. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Uh, but for those little... Those little things that over time can ruin the whole whole marriage. That's what we want to talk about today. So just throw that out there. But oh my yeah, God, maybe are they, they breaking should, up? Maybe they should do a fucking sermon on the uh, abuse and the manipulation that that uh, I faced. They won't do that. They don't care. They only oh. care about how we can please Jesus. Oh. He's the only thing that matters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot, yeah, the how, stuff. How back we to, treat back to the invisible thing, not ourselves the real thing. and people around us isn't as important as how we treat Jesus and our faith in him. Weeks ago, Pastor Robin Kelly talked about She's doing marriage face to face. If you remember that, they're just talking about instead of shoulder to shoulder, back to back, face to face. And, and so we were looking at so what's some of the things that would ruin that for us? What are some of the obstacles that would stand in our way from doing life face to face and i think mm -hmm. you have a little yeah i have an illustration um so what, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we have learned and and some of the practical stuff and then we're going to you guys i thought you were already supposed to be talking about this so we're going to kind of reverse the order here but um so i was in kids ministry for seven years and i am very much a believer mm -hmm. of the fact that adults are just big kids and so illustrations you know we've got them every week in kids ministry and i'm like got to bring it into the big people service you know so um so i think one of the things is you when you have an argument come up you can either deal with it face to face and talk to each other and, and work through it or what i think is more common is you start to build a wall because your your original issue may not be you know or whatever but it just has arisen you you're fighting about whether or not the toilet needs to be cleared <laughs> that way you know not a big deal at all but as you start to form your opinions and your thoughts you start having things that come in the way and so you get pride in the way and um and then there's can be insecurity that that can your get in ego. the way and you start your ego gets in the way blocks start yeah. coming and you start building a wall selfishness um this one see this is like more of the stuff that's like kind of uh there's like good elements to some of the teaching yeah but you don't need god to learn these yeah, things it's it's all this weird creepy praying and yeah give us your money and 
Because like God, we God. learn Jesus, these things. Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, this is all just like common sense this, shit. Yeah, like we've learned these things over time. It's just all your fucking personal experience. So what does what does God and my faith and religion have anything to to do with with this? Yeah. I don't like they just tied into their lives in a very weird way. And it's not very focused either. It's like shit. You could like put this. You could like condense this, streamline this, put this on a website. You don't need to fucking like go up and do a sermon every week. Every week. Or man. include all this like religious shit. It's a lot. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> so on our fun fact on social media was that Grant was homeschooled was part of it. Um, but I was I was homeschooled as well. So um, this is my homeschool education right here. Is that I tried to spell selfish <laughs> with an H. <laughs> So that's a joke, guys. It's funny. I love homeschoolers. They're amazing. Um, and, and really, I can't spell. It's not my strength, though. You ask my mother, who was my teacher, and she will tell you that it's not my strength. And so this is proof right here. Okay, that's supposed to be funny, they guys. Okay. They don't point out how, uh, how good of a speller I am. You are a pretty good speller. <laughs> you do most of mostly all my edits. Um, uh, and it, I'm always asking you, like, questions and shit, so. I was homeschooled. Uh, I do not endorse it i hated it um once i was old enough to realize what was happening um i really disliked it yeah and you went to public school it's too isolated it's too controlling there's too much uh, space for manipulation and exploitation for vulnerable children well it's just like what's the point of like having your kids home all the time with you like wouldn't you for you to control everything yeah like wouldn't you want them to go out and like meet other kids be exposed to other things and like have a different understanding i just yeah i just i can't think like i can't just control another i can't tell you you can't go anywhere you know like you're a fucking person you should be going out and like exploring and seeing like like that's what you should give kids kids need simulation you can't just Oh, you got to stay home with me all the time. Yeah, like, they need a chance to learn from other, other adults, be around their peers. Yeah. And get out of the fucking echo Give them chamber. other people that they can learn and mimic. Yeah, like, people, people to need challenge people. Them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And outside of their fucking... Um, <laughs> I love homeschoolers, she says. I, it, I can't it, agree. I'm sorry. It's all an echo chamber. Yeah. It's, it's a sad world moving on so <laughs> um so you just you you just start building on this stuff and and one thing at a time it, you're yelling it escalates and then you've got this wall built between you and you can't deal with the issue when there's a wall between you it, it doesn't it doesn't work um you you're holding grudges you're holding it it close to the i'm right your your pride your insecurities your selfishness because all of that is going to be a rue interesting that I have said a lot of the same things about my family and criticism of them. Yeah, you how have. how they act selfish and how they act um, very close-minded and yeah, and build these walls and build uh, their ego. Yeah, they're very secretive uh, yeah, and woe is me. Yeah, but at the same time, they simultaneously are are up there preaching the gospel like this. Yeah, and everything that i've like heard and seen and read that has came from like any of them like none of that like indicates like exactly what they're like preaching like none of it it's like every all of it seems very cold it's and not, like i said yeah, like woe like, is me it's and, like, like a 
Yeah. How dare you? You're stepping away from the faith, like. Well, it's all fraudulent. Like, um, uh, it's like. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you're thinking about food. Uh, no, but it, it's like um, it's fraud. It's they they get up there it's and they, they say it's just an they, act. They preach one way, but then in real life, they don't practice any of that stuff. They didn't practice it with me. Yeah, they, they practice. It's all just fucking hoopla and bullshit. <laughs> hoopla. I'm gonna trademark that shit. You. And so, um, hoopla. I know for me, I had to get real intentional about recognizing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm building a wall between him and I, and, and I, and I can't, I can't, we can't go on. We can't move on if there's a wall between us. And so I had to get real intentional about, no, I'm not going to build the wall. No. So did they build the wall? Build, did build they, the did wall. they build a wall with me? Maybe. And then they just refused to, to, address, it. to address it and like, because they Break view down. me as a as a non-believer. Yeah, you're a fucking sinner. Well, they're sinners too. You're We're all sinners. SP. And a suppressive person. You're an SP. I'm going to do what they do to you in that fucking cold. What's that cold called? <laughs> Scientology. Oh yeah, Scientology. I'm gonna do to you what they did to that guy in the documentary. I'm gonna harass you on the streets with cameras, and bad, I'm gonna call you a SP. <laughs> SP, you're an SP, <laughs> and I'm gonna shame you like they do, cause that's very welcoming and and understanding. Oh, I'm going to keep talking, and we're going to find a resolution. Um, yeah. I don't know for you. What do you feel like that? not building that wall looked like for you i think it just came down to selfishness a lot i would find that i wanted to be right and i felt like i was right and so when you have the selfishness block i once heard someone say that they think that they're right with their religion and they refuse to to accept that they might be wrong so i mean it's funny all this stuff that they talk about self-awareness and oh i'm doing this wrong but then they can't apply it to the areas of their life that um that they've convinced themselves like this is <laughs> this is like an off-limit zone like i can't apply critical thinking like i took a critical thinking um I, uh, course when i was homeschooled what? And there was a workbook <laughs> it's all critical thinking yeah it's, it's cool. like i used to love those little workbooks. so though. don't apply critical thinking to christianity is that what you're trying to tell me I because guess. why would they why would I be doing critical thinking or um, like they, they're applying um, some of these lessons to certain areas of their life, but they're not applying it to Christianity. Yeah. And it's very, it's very convenient. It is very, that is, does seem kind of convenient. I never really thought about that. Unfortunately, look around. That's all there are is selfish people. And so, um, and I didn't even feel like I was that selfish until I got married. And then suddenly I realized how selfish I was. And I've heard that many times that marriage reveals what's already there, you know? And it's like, okay, I was, it was hidden. I had a little bit of time of living on my own singleness. And unfortunately, that's not always a great preparation for coming in and being selfless with somebody else. And, uh, so that was probably selfish. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times you get married and honestly, how I felt was that there are these things that were, that were dormant in me. And it's like, it came to life. This monster came to life after I got married. And I hear that that happens again once you have kids and I'm like, Oh Lord. (laughs) But, um, but you've got to deal with this stuff that comes. 
that comes out right. of that dormant state and right. you have to deal with it. So, so we would have an argument and we would get done with it and you would make up eventually, but we're like, we didn't really solve anything. Yeah. We didn't come through it feeling much better about ourselves. We know it's probably going to reoccur again. Um, and it just leaves us frustrated and tired. It was a and, vicious yeah, cycle. It was. It just Negative affirmation. So we build the wall and tear it down. Build the wall. That's exhausting. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. So we're like, what's causing this? Obviously the selfishness, the pride, the insecurities, but can we be even more practical about it? What do we need to look for to avoid this in the future? And so we started to see some triggers that would come up there. And so if we were stressed out. Oh, fuck, I'm triggered. This is ungodly. Don't talk about your bed, please. Up, you know, I'm like, what's the problem here? And I've heard of people, you know, the marriage bed is like the safe place. We will never argue there. It's like, well, if you don't argue there, you're never going to sleep ever. Like, how do we figure this out? And so we eventually, like, okay, that is another trigger for yeah. us that we have to learn yeah. to avoid. And to not even do what are they talking about? Something about the bed and triggers, and I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. I got a little lost. I haven't learned anything from them. I really haven't. This is all shit I already like know. They're not really like very inspirational. We are terrible at that. And if you don't think you are, ask somebody that you have a relationship with and ask them, like, do you expect me to read your mind? Well, yeah, but I think, yes. we, I think we're all really bad about that. Read it and read it so, now. Read it and weep. <laughs> I don't know that we ever said like, I don't know, probably through lots of conversations. We've never said, let's call it what it is. Like we never had, it was just through lots of conversations that we've started doing this. Um, so I, I, after a long day, I will text him and be like, look, I'm grouchy. I'm hungry. I haven't, I skipped lunch today. I'm hungry. Be gentle. Like that's all I have to say. But he knows what, what I'm walking yes, in with. Right, right, yeah. She doesn't um, need funny grand at that point. She yeah. needs very kind and considerate and like back rub grand. Like, yes. That's what yes. we need to have. Yes. And, so, yeah, yes. and so instead of her walking in and I have to read her in just a moment and right. figure out what's going on, she gives yeah. me the... Yeah, yeah, it's it's called communication, guys. Yeah. Why do they act like that's su such a... They act like no one fucking communicates with people. Well, I don't think a lot of people do, but they're acting like what they're... <laughs> First of all, their lesson isn't clear, and they're acting like their lesson is, like, new. Like, yeah, and, like, it's super like, new and like, not obvious at all. <laughs> like, okay, this yeah. is what we're dealing with, and I can prepare, and it doesn't bother me one little bit, but now I know and we actually have a chance for success. Right, so there. that has helped a lot, is just saying, I am stressed out, I am hungry, I am going through a rough time right now. Um, please just be patient with me on this. Or I'm bringing up a topic that is, I know is sensitive for you and it's, it's been a touchy topic for us before. I, we need to go back to this. Um, so I'm just acknowledging right now that I'm bringing up a touchy subject and let, let's talk about it, let's deal with this. And that has just helped us so much. We actually had a really 
travel debacle earlier this spring. We missed a flight and ended up having to drive 10 hours overnight and then we both had to go to work the next morning it was brutal and we i mean oh my gosh the details of that story it's sad um but we were both taken off i don't know if your church wouldn't forgive you they wouldn't understand that like you had we troubles mad. yeah we were mad and angry there were many a time where we would come back from maybe a trip or like a long drive or maybe up late the night before and we would still go to church and mm. like really we can't take a fucking break yeah why can't like if or like yeah shit happens why do people yeah. always act like you can't that. just like miss work <clears throat> like i think they're gonna go on just fine if you guys couldn't come in could you imagine like it's sitting, not fucking life or death could you imagine sitting in church every week listening to bullshit like this no not really <laughs> and maybe needed more jesus in our life right at that moment <laughs> and more i jesus. remember at one we point always need more jesus hashtag jesus for l right now i know i'm not helping the situation but it is what it is oh. and but he didn't have it to tell me right. look you're yes. being a jerk <laughs> because everybody you're going through your mind you are being a jerk do i tell them or not this just made it much easier on me okay she understands where she's at here i don't need to bring that up so if you just are like Look, I'm. I don't want you. I don't want to expect you to have to read right. my mind. I'm going to just tell you what's going on. It just makes everybody's lives easier because I know he's thinking I'm being a jerk. I might as well just say I'm being a jerk, you know. So, so we can all move on, and we, I feel like we're able to move past that a lot faster yes. because I just acknowledge. Look, I'm. How is jerk a cuss word? No. No, you can't cuss if you're a Christian. What's but what does cussing have to do with it? You can't just say you're an asshole. No, because it's like uh You're gonna go to you're gonna sin because like you a said moral, a word. Yeah. Okay. It's that's... immoral words. Please don't say certain <laughs> words. I'm offended. Please stop. Please don't laugh. That's offensive. Yeah, they're the, they're the police. They're the, this is the ethics police. <sighs> Man, people the just live police. life. Live your life. I'm being a punk right now. And so, so much of life as we've been discovering this and I know you Many of you have so much more experience in this, but just being self-aware of what's going on. Again, I think your spouse reveals so much of that in you, but when you can learn to identify that yourself, to say, okay, I can actually put my big gold pants on and own up to the fact that I am being childish right now, um, goes yeah. a long ways, and then you can actually learn it and, and grow through that. Yeah. yeah. Ephesians 5.33 in the Amplified version is just an amazing passage here. Yeah. I'm going to read that this for whole, you. The whole Ephesians 5 in the Amplified yes. is awesome. It is amazing. For sake of time, we're just going to do Ephesians 5.33. But it says this, However, each man among you, without exception, is to love his wife as his very own self, with behavior worthy of respect and esteem, always seeking the best for her with an attitude of loving kindness. And the wife must see to it that she respects and delights in her husband, that she notices him and prefers him and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him dear. Uh, that covers it all. Like, right there, amen, go home, get some food. Like, that has so much in there. What did you think of that? Did you catch any of that? Yeah, you awake I, I over caught there? some of that. Yeah, I'm awake. Yeah, I caught that. I think that that's just, like, general ways of being a human being. <laughs> like, how do you, like, honor them, though? Like, how do, how, like, as a woman, how am I supposed to honor you? Do as I say. What? 
Yeah. Do as I say. Rule what? number one: keep your mouth shut. Keep Whoa. that pie hole. Ah, oh, fuck! See if I'm Not cooking you dinner. Yeah. Get back to oh, cooking. I'm gonna kick your ass. Um, I don't know. Honor is probably whatever they uh, feel is whatever they want whatever at the time. Whatever they want. I don't know. Whatever's, it seems weird. I don't know. Convenient. Seems bizarre to me. It's just. Oh yeah. It it's is. all like foreign to me. Honor. Mm, I wouldn't even Honor say it's foreign. Me. I would say it's just it's straight just, up crazy. It's yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. It's just like it's common sense. You should just treat people with like love and respect and like I don't know. It's like they they just like put this weird twist on it and I don't understand like that part is so unnecessary and I don't see why people grasp onto it like their their life literally depends mm. on like having this their religion soul. or this faith. And it's like, my soul is just fine. Like, go out in nature. Like, just be a good but person. But it's their version of the soul. So <sighs> I can't, so can't you, argue with people, you, though. Exactly. You have your version. And then they'll try to tell you, no, no, your version's wrong. It's actually this way. No. And they can't prove it. And they can't show evidence. And they can't do anything other than... Just kind of twist it faith. conveniently as they go, make it up as they go, and fall back on convenience. You shouldn't follow things blindly. Like, follow with blind faith. Yeah. That's what they do, though. Can't do that. That's what the whole religion is Open based up your on. brain holes. <laughs> we love reading books on marriage and relationships and all that, Probably but it only boils Christian down books. to what Ephesians 5.33 covered so eloquently right here. Uh, if you a habit we have is we like to write notes on the mirror at home. Grab a Sharpie, write it on your mirror at home. Keep this in front of you here because yeah. so much of it, again, we're not going to dig real deep in there, but we want you to go home if you get a chance. Meditate on this. Talk to your spouse a little bit about it. Um, it's just incredible. incredible yeah, it's a, it was a game changer really when I started trying to apply this to my life because if that's the way that Grant treats me and that's the way I treat him yeah. I mean it is it's a game changer yeah. in, in no a marriage whatsoever. So. Yeah, no good try job like Ephesians 5.33 says right there yeah so um, yeah telling a little bit more about kind of the journey that we went through on learning how to argue um, a lot of learning it how to argue. was um, my struggle and uh, he just had the pleasure of walking through it with me. I don't know if it was a pleasure or not. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like I said, I feel like there was just this stuff that was dormant in me. Uh, I like people. I, I just, both of us do. We love people. We, we can pretty much get along as long with most as people. They believe and in what they do. Uh, I, yes. I love just being around you guys. I mean, if you've been around me for two seconds, you probably can of course figure that out. She wants to be around them. They're people. all. And so I've people. never, no. I would never consider myself really a volatile person. I don't know. Would you consider? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not a good uh, Moving on. Um, good question, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I was really surprised when I got married that I had this thing in me that came to life and I, we would get in an argument and I would shut down and I would freeze him out and I would give him the silent treatment. Everyone does that. And it's called being immature. I, I knew I was being immature. I knew hey. it wasn't right but that's just how I dealt with it. And 
a lot of times you so you need the fucking bible to realize that your coping techniques are as are, healthy as they should be are immature yeah apparently i i learned it without the i was fucking just about bible. to say like we learned that without like the bible like the bible didn't need to tell us like yeah. hey you guys just need to grow up and communicate and set your egos aside <laughs> and just fucking like say what's on your mind. Yeah. And what what is uh healthy? Like what do you really need versus what do you really want? Yeah. Focusing on specifics. Maybe people follow religion so closely because they are so aimless and they I really don't yeah, know what, what else is. to like do and they don't really want to like and again, this doesn't apply to everyone. It just applies to most of them as what I'm noticing. Like, it's like they just need something to focus on and they don't want yes. to think. And they Correct. just need someone to, like, tell them, like, okay, well, you just need to live by this set of rules. You need to act like this. Yeah. You need to give us money. You need to do this. They want a leader, just like people yeah. want a president. They want someone to lead them and tell them what to do. It's very tribal. Um and yeah, it is a type of diversionary uh, technique, um, just like uh, entertainment. Yeah. Like TV, it takes you away. It takes you out of the yeah, pain, I'm sure. the pain of life or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it, it gives them something to believe in <laughs> and gives them hope. That's why I have a lot of issues with it, though. It's yeah. because it's it's still profiting off of people's suffering and, and their vulnerability. They're making yeah. money. They're asking people to give them money, and um, they're lying constantly to them, and they're they're exploiting them and manipulating them constantly. Yeah, and that part's like not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's go back. We go on for days. Eighteen minutes left, yo. We just we would not this. deal with the issue. It would just be the most minimal the power of positivity <gasps> conversation the power we could have. Christ compels you. Oh God. I'm burning. And um, and it was me making this decision because he would immediately come to me and say, "Let's deal was with this. You? Let's talk about or it." Was it Jesus? And I would Jesus shut him out. Jesus, take the I wheel. I wouldn't let him talk to me. That was and horrible. This really escalated when he started. He is officially banned from his own show. Goodbye, sir. Trips, and I think that was me. Part of it was me dealing with the fact that I, I, he was going to be gone and I didn't like that and that made me upset and so I'd get all emotional about it and and so then I was real moody and then a, an issue would come up and we would end up fighting and then he would leave. He would have to go on a trip and he would, he would know it, I would know it. He's got to leave and we've got this thing hanging over us and he would text me and I wouldn't text him back. He would call me and I wouldn't answer the phone. And so I, I'm miserable. I am absolutely aware that i have built this prison for myself walked into it closed the door and i'm sitting there in my misery i i i'm miserable there is absolutely no reason why i should be responding this way but that is what i am doing and he's miserable mm, and i am immature. not letting him yeah. so like we all do it it happens it's not i just was shut down you just have to and learn and so this new, went on healthier, for more mature probably four or five years yeah. of our marriage communication for nine and so you know over half of what we've done so far and 
I was listening to a podcast, which mm. Grant and I was, we love podcasts and highly recommend them. Um, I was listening to a podcast uh, by Mark Driscoll, and he was in a teaching series. Him and his wife wrote a book called Real Marriage, and him and his, or, so he was doing a teaching series based off of the book, and I was listening to it. And I remember I was in our car. I was in the driveway. I don't know why I was just sitting in the driveway, but I was in the driveway. It was a cloudy day, and he was talking specifically. This message was towards the wives. And he said, you know, women manipulate their husbands with their emotions. And you've got some women that are over here crying just because they know that their husband doesn't know how to handle it. And then you've got other women over here that are yelling and being so loud because if they can override him with their volume, they win. And I realized I'm not really the crier and I'm not really the yeller, but I would just not talk. And by not talking, I was in control of the situation. And at that moment, the Holy Spirit stood before me and so clearly revealed that I was in sin. I had sin in my life. I was manipulating my husband with my emotions, and that was wrong. So I talk about that all the time, that they manipulate children, and we just keep repeating it through this podcast, that they sit there and manipulate their congregation. Yeah. And... uh, I guess I don't have an issue with an adult going to church on their own time, but but bringing a minor, a child into it, someone who can't Who'd, consent. Yeah, they don't really have a say. They don't really fully understand. Or other vulnerable people, like who are v- just very desperate um, and maybe didn't learn. Uh, or, uh, like a how lot. we heard our neighbors try to convert the other neighbor lady to coming. Yeah. <coughs> wow. Excuse Fake. me. That was not fake, but we did witness um, our two religious neighbors trying to convert a neighbor and like, oh, come to church with us. And then when she was like, I'm going to think about it, they got kind of like cold with her, like like they were offended, like, yeah. like see if we pray for you, <laughs> see if your life's better. It's just very odd to me that they they literally, it's very ironic, isn't it? Yeah. But they're they're talking about manipulation, yet they're that's they exactly what religion is. That, it's, it it's really a is of, a form of manipulation. Yeah. Interesting. And I just remember breaking down and I forgot to mention, okay. what do you think about the Holy Ghost thing she brought up? The Holy Spirit stood before her and right there she realized she what was the, in the, sin. What the fuck does that even mean? What the fuck just came and you just think something stood in front of you? Bitch, you probably stood in front of the fucking light. Like what? Yeah. What just stood in front of you? What the hell is the Holy Spirit? Yeah, and you and people just sit there and take her word for it. The Holy Spirit what? came right exactly. in front of me and told me. If and that's I just, some sort of symbology for like, like oh, what? you had some sort of realization, why are you wording it in this way? In this weird way. Of Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, yeah. stood before you. What like it? You sound like a crazy person. Yeah, or like, like do you need maybe medication? not like, hey, I had a what's it called an epiphany. Yeah, you had an epiphany. I had an epiphany. If oh, you're seeing, I'm... if you're seeing shit and you're not on psychedelics <laughs> or any other sort of um, like prescription medication that might have some sort of <laughs> uh, side Except, effect, yeah, then 
You probably shouldn't be seeing shit. If, if you're hearing shit or seeing shit, you're probably uh, have some sort of like imbalance and shit. Who, maybe you're get seeing, something. It's a hallucination or something. Yeah, like you're, something's you probably not do going have right. an imbalance. It, it's it's like an auditory hallucination or something. Schizophrenia yeah. or, or dehydration. Something. I bet people probably hallucinating like heat and dehydration. Because this man does not deserve that. He, he does not deserve it. He, like I said, he is one of the most patient and kind men I've ever met, and I'm shutting him out and making his life miserable. I was the one making his life miserable. I mean, he had the choice of how he responded to that, but my responsibility as his wife is not to make him miserable. The Lord does not say, go make your husband miserable. You know, that is that is not a thus saith the Lord. And um, I'm just going to be honest, you know, I... Uh, first of all, it's not your job to make anyone happy. Yeah, make yourself happy. You should only be worried about yourself while still, like, caring for those around you. Yeah, I mean, you should just be, like, a well-balanced person, but that's codependency if you're planning on someone else to make you happy. Or if you are putting it upon yourself to make yeah. other people happy, you are creating a codependent relationship. And that is very unhealthy. It is very unhealthy. You can seek to have some sort of balanced life of where you're uh, protecting yourself, serving yourself um, with uh, self-love and self -love. taking care of yourself, self-soothing. Um, that's healthy. You gotta love yourself but you have to balance before you love someone else. With service to others yeah. and being selfless and trying to help others and be useful. Um, but yeah, I always found it odd in when growing up in church where they would talk about kind of serving your your parents or honoring your father and mother, honoring your wife, honoring your husband. Just doing all this weird, serving. doing yeah. all this weird like servant shit. Like your like like it's your your husband shall never be in need. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's your job to provide them their happiness. I don't agree with that. They should be able to find other ways to be happy, and you should be contributing to that happiness. But I don't think you should be like the sole provider. Of, like, I think their maybe happiness. if you decide to have children, you are accountable for trying to provide them a type of happiness because yeah. you brought them into the world. You selfish, selfishly chose to procreate, to, to create them, to bring them into existence. And um, it's upon you. To, like, care for them. Yeah, it's your responsibility to take care of them, make sure that they're as healthy as they can be, provide for them, give them as much as you can, give them unconditional love, mm -hmm. give them all the knowledge uh, that you possibly can. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Let's continue. Let's continue. I, I think... You know, you hear a lot about men not respect or not loving their wives. I think there's that happening. But women not honoring your husbands, um, I think that what the men that? are quieter about the lack of respect that they are receiving. Ladies, we are loud and we are obnoxious, okay? We just need to get our volume under control because we, our husband doesn't love us and we get all loud. But are you respecting your husband? Are you making his life pleasant to, to be with? Um, to be with you or are you making his home a living hell <laughs> and that is what the Lord just pressed on me is that I was making Grant's home a living hell and that day 
Okay, I but he could have. It was just also, like I I can't. <laughs> like you're the like that's a lot to like assume like well I'm the reason right now that your I'm, life sucks. Yeah, I'm. That's creating, kind of very narcissist. Yeah, you you're creating a living hell for them. So I when mean, we're fighting, I mean, you should at least be aware of your behavior. Yes, but it's you're right like there's a lot of assumptions she's not being very clear she's being very like vague. how do you serve your husband honor them honor, honor what yeah, does how, that mean how do you I, honor i've never him? been to church before in my life what are you talking about lady? yeah like i don't know what she means like obviously like duh they're a person like respect them like that's you should be doing that shit regardless so like what honor them how you're not allowed to have bad days you're not allowed to have space you're not allowed to have like like why is it oh god suddenly i'm a horrible wife and i'm not honoring and pleasing my husband i'm making his life a hell you're having a stupid fucking fight like it's not the end of the world like it happens yeah and if her message is like accountability for your actions i mean get to the fucking point and say that yeah like your if your actions are creating making the situation more negative or escalating it or or whatever like what is happening like yeah, it, it's basically. all dependent on the situation but it's just kind of a very like it's i noticed that a lot with with um with sermons is yeah. that there's a lot of vague generalities yeah. and just kind of like it's like the little bits stuff, i see i don't understand stuff, it yeah and saying stuff so to vague. kind of make yourself sound smart or like yeah. you um, you really got to figure it out you're really in touch with god mm. and I mean, my mom's accused me, like, oh, you think you got it all figured out. But I don't sit there and speak in ultimatums of, yeah. like, uh... Like, bitch, far fucking from God it. does exist, and yeah. Jesus died, did die for your, our sins, and, and if you, you don't believe... You need to respect <laughs> this and believe it. <laughs> and uh, gay, uh, gay people are sinners, and uh, uh, war is good, and <laughs> all this crazy fucking shit the first time i knew it was wrong but it was the first time that i acknowledged it as sin in my life and i had to repent before the lord and i, I eventually talked to you and repented to, to him and now i'll be honest repent is another word for apologize yeah and just say like uh <laughs> hey like sorry i was an asshole <laughs> like can we talk about what happened no you have to bring god into it God don't got shit to do with it. God does not control your fucking actions. You are responsible for what you are doing and saying, and you know what's right and wrong. Like, no, nobody is controlling me right now always, to tell me to say these things. I always thought it was really interesting how... I need to apologize for God because I'm a human and I think... They think that the, the they're so narcissistic that they think that there is a creator of the universe and that he cares enough about them out of all the stuff in the universe that they care about every little detail of their life. Yeah, I really don't get it. That, that God is so big and great that he cares about every little detail of their life and all the big stuff too in the universe. It's like saying right now the president of the United States gives a shit about what I say and what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and he cares for my well-being. Well, he's not, one entity he's not perfect like is like supposed to take care of everything. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, and they, well, they believe it without proof, and they just kind of yeah, blindly follow again, make it up.
things did not get better right away. I, I recognize the sin. I recognize that I was putting myself in that prison. Um, but things did not get better right away. But I, I was aware of it, and I recognized I had to start taking steps to tear down that wall. I had I, making the decision intentionally to start taking the brick down to to actually communicate and verbally say why I was upset was the hardest step I've. I think I've ever had to do and had to take in my life. Like that's some first world privilege. You've Oo- never had to oozing, fucking apologize oozing, to somebody. Losing out right there. Like that's the hardest thing you've had to do. Yeah. What? Is learn to be vulnerable and like to talk apologize, to somebody. To say hey I fucked up or hey. That's the that's oh my god. Let's figure I can't. This out. That's so fucking privileged. <laughs> Yeah, she's had a pretty easy life. She hasn't, I mean, growing up with her, like, she had arguments with my mom and stuff, but she was so, like, they were so on her side because she embraced their Everything, beliefs. Everything, yeah. Just um, like they're on your younger sister's side, she, really she embraced could, it. Yeah, that she couldn't really do anything wrong. And, um,. yeah, just everything, she got married young and just hasn't really had a try. At a lot of things, so that's why she's interesting. Some sounds very privileged. Just, yeah, yeah. Some people just get it made, and they think the world is just like la da. Yeah. But like, people like Adam Carolla don't believe in love and shit. <laughs> Fuck Adam Carolla. <laughs> he thinks that she probably worked hard to get all her mm. good stuff, mm-hmm. all her travels to Europe and yeah. around the country to New York City and to Colorado, and all she did was marry a guy who had money and who had a good job. Yeah. Who's who's lucky enough to be interested in some stuff that paid well, like yeah. piloting a plane. And who came from probably a somewhat wealthy oh, family. Well, yeah, his dad is uh, the manager of a fairway. Oh, yeah, so see right there. Yeah. No, they just worked hard. Well, yeah, there's the no parents, such, but no not the thing. fucking other people. <laughs> yeah, not Cassie and not, uh, yeah. not Green. They didn't get anywhere from working hard. Yeah, they just got lucky to be interested in something. Got lucky to have a rich dad. I, I, everything within me wanted to just go back to responding that way. And still today, I mean, we're, we're four years past that now, praise God. But I, I, that is still my initial reaction. That's still my knee-jerk reaction is to respond that way. But I intentionally have to, because I recognize it happening, that wall starting to go up, I have to intentionally say no. That is not what is going to happen. I am not going to make my husband live in in hell. You know, it, it, I think so many couples are living in hell and they are putting on the smile and, and they're going about their day. And I, I said enough. That that's not that is not what God designed marriage to be. He in Ephesians five he compares the church and Christ to marriage. I believe that people should look at marriage and say, I want to be a part of whatever you've got going there. And we say, look to Jesus. I think that's what people should see when they see a marriage. And I was, and, But I had to say, no, enough. That is not going to happen anymore in my life. And so... What about her parents' life? Oof. Our parents' life? Because she got I, really worked up. She was like about to say a prayer. She's about Jesus. to start crying. Um, she got that, really that's my it. parents' life. Our parents. Mm-hmm. My sister and my parents. Yeah. Um, they're miserable. 
Yeah, they don't seem happy at all. Like, your mom never seemed very happy. Yeah. They're so fucking I think I met your dad, like, once. He didn't seem very happy. Just seems like they have a very awkward, like, relationship. Maybe that's why we have an awkward relationship. Because my parents have an awkward relationship. Why we? Me and you? Yeah. What is awkward about our relationship? Well, not awkward, but we've had, like, different things happening that are... Like, unique? Yeah, unique. Like, unique. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. Jeez, judgments over here. One argument after another, I had to intentionally start tearing down the wall and and begin to let God heal me and, and start calling things as they were. And that's really how we got to that point is I how had to, she start God how to verbally communicate my frustration and my anger and, and so that we could move through it and walk through it. <laughs> through it. Um, I love that spirit is here right on us today oh my goodness it just uh, tessa listens to the holy spirit guys i mean when she chooses our music i mean every single week of this series there has been a song that has tied in to what we're talking about and this song today I, when i listened to the lyrics um i i just was like oh my goodness lord this is perfect because psalms 139 verses um 23 and 24 has been a constant prayer in my life it is it has just been a position that i have tried to hold in my life of going before the lord in this like the prayer. oscars that they're trying to rush i'm going to read it to you guys i'm going to read it out of the nlt first and then i'm going to read it out of the no they they'll do that towards the end um they'll start playing music and then they'll either pray or do some other like weird stuff to kind of wind up the sermon okay okay so there's probably some area they signal them or some area of it like okay when we hit this area go ahead and come up and start playing music yeah interesting he says search me oh god and know my heart test me know my anxious thoughts point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life and then let's go over to the message investigate my life oh god find out everything about me cross-examine me test me and get a clear picture of what i'm about see for yourself whether i've done anything wrong then guide me on the road to eternal life i believe that because that was my position that that prayer was my position and how i tried to be before god just on a on a regular basis what? that he saw the position what is she talking I'm about I'm lost, honestly. Yeah, it's just so, like... <laughs> if you think I'm scatterbrained, then it's probably in our DNA, because she's yeah, pretty scatterbrained. like, what's this position? And then, like, they just started playing this music, and she still has, like, ten minutes. Like, why is she letting them play music ten minutes over oh, her talking? Like, yeah. that's so weird. Like, when you do that, like, five minutes, yeah, and then, like, she just like jumped into this thing and what was she just, just like talking about? oh weird. like the eternal life thing um again without proof yeah like, we don't know like you're you're claiming you're gonna live forever no one has died and came back with any fucking proof yeah like definitive proof nothing so to sit there and tell vulnerable desperate people minors or whoever and ramble on about 
eternal life and God speaking to you and all this is just so mind-boggling to me. Bloggling? <laughs> Blog blogging? Blah, blah, blah. Him, and he shined his light on it and said, here, here it is. Let's deal with it. God, you know, when he revealed that to me, he did not reveal that sin in my life because he's judging me or because he is angry at me. He showed me that sin in my life because he wanted to heal me. Because I love the song that talks about all the dreams come true, all your hopes come true. Because I hoped and I dreamed of a healthy and happy marriage. And because that was my position that I held, Lord, see if there's anything in me that offends you. He, he eventually did. At the right time, he showed me when I was ready to deal with it. He showed me the sin so I could deal with it. And maybe today you're you're feeling condemned. Or maybe you, maybe you just did some self life. searching and came to this conclusion. It like it's, it's called, it's life. called self. It's like, called life. You learn through contrast. Yeah. And you learn through experience. Well, like you learn through like self reflection. No, it's God. Oh yeah, I forgot. God does everything. He paid the price so he could heal you of that and free. I am gonna. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I hit the wrong. Why one. did you just fuck this up? We got Shut almost up. all. I am gonna really enjoy introducing to you. <laughs> we gotta start from the beginning. Oh my god, we were at like nine minutes. Like, she's like, is she like crying? I don't think so. Okay. Happy marriage. And I think she's just She said women are emotional. She double confirmed it. Lord, see if there's anything in me that offends you. This music is gonna make me go to sleep. <laughs> this music offends me. At the me. right time, he showed me when I was ready to deal with it. He showed me the sins so I could deal with it. And maybe today How did you're, he show you're you? feeling condemned. Maybe you recognize the sin that's in your life. It is sin. It is wrong. But Jesus paid the price. He paid the price so he could heal you of that and free you of that sin so you could walk out your dreams and walk out your hopes. So whether it's for a happy marriage or, or some other dream or hope, there's what Jesus did on the cross was to redeem you from that sin so you could go before. So immediately you start seeing the accusatory side of Christianity, of what you're doing is sin what you're yeah. doing is bad what you're doing is wrong um you need to repent you need to ask for forgiveness and ask jesus not even like i i agree like if you fuck up you should apologize to whoever you fucked up to or yeah to or ask with, forgiveness or... from whoever you you fucked over or whatever um but the whole like I, I just felt it constantly when I went to church. I just always felt like everything I did was wrong. And then yeah. I always had to like be apologizing like to this invisible God yeah. who was um, watching everything I did. And um, then I'd be afraid of my parents. So I had the God parent figure and then I had my own parents yeah. who were... Uh, equally as you know powerful or scary and um, just all that 
shame of just always feeling like everything I thought or did was wrong or bad or sinful. It's hard to come out of that too. Yeah. 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 Um, but this is just kind of a taste of like, they, they always drill this in that you're, um, they, they'll sit there and make all these accusations and pretty much tell you you're a bad person, but then say, oh, you're not a bad person. You know, Jesus died for you. But it's it's trying to scare you and shame you into... Well, if you just do this for Jesus, doing, it'll make it worth it that he died for you. And, yeah, and doing it, do these things, and you'll be okay. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way. Do, do, it, our, <laughs> do it our way, and then you'll be okay. For yeah. him and say, Father, it I the right way. I'm calling it what it is so we can deal with it and, and move on. Um, we were listening to a podcast recently, and, and the, the minister brought out how Moses had an anger issue. And when he, when she, or when God asked him to speak to the rock for the water to come out, he hit the rock out of frustration and anger. You know how many times I've heard the stupid fucking Moses story? They, this is just like, oh, I don't. I just, I'm shaking my head just because I've heard this story. I don't even go to church anymore, and I, I remember the, hearing the story <laughs> hear this so story many that times much. that it's like this. This, it's a story of disobedience where. Um, the, the Israelites are wandering in the desert for like 40 years or something after they escape Egypt and they're all thirsty and, and so God tells Moses to do this but he disobeys and um, strikes the water instead or strikes the rock instead of doing something else and, huh. um, it's just like really like you guys are just <laughs> recycle 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 the same shit yeah they don't got nothing new there's no new fucking and proof again, or nothing and again they're taking the story and they're acting like it's fact yeah like we legit it's like legit fact and they're applying their own lessons to it yeah making it their own like kind of context to fit what they want to say yeah exactly and that one decision that one choice kept him out of the promised land. There is a promised land in your life. So right there, sorry. <laughs> um, so she's saying because Moses disobeyed God and Just struck one time. Yeah, struck the rock, that all the sacrifice that Moses gave to God by leading the people, speaking for God, getting them out of slavery by the uh, Egyptians, the Pharaoh. Um that this one, uh, he obeyed God all these years and helped and, you know, was God's yeah, loyal servant, made one mistake and he was punished by God. Oh, you can't go to the promised land, which was like brutal. Israel or something. Um, yeah. Harsh. So it shows you that. Doesn't seem very forgiving. Yeah. God isn't loving or forgiving or uh, unconditional. Only when it's convenient. Kindness. Yeah. Only when it's convenient. That's literally and what it seems like. When it like. fits their stories. They leave out all this other stuff of like, well, look how, what an asshole God is. Like, why would I want to serve that God? Yeah, and he let all, all this shit happen. She mentions this like, this isn't for new new, new people. If you, if this was the first time you went to church, like we're trying to treat it, yeah. you have no idea what she's talking about. No, I really What's don't. What's that story about? What is she talking about? Yeah, I don't fucking know Moses anything about Moses hitting this a, stuff. a rock and water, uh, the promised land. I mean, you have no idea. Like, they don't talk about it. They don't, 
it's an insider thing again yeah, it's like for it themselves it's not for people outside of it who are unfamiliar with it who are coming to it for the first time um sometimes they like to act like they are but it's all very insider it's all very uh, convenient based um let's apply it to this but not to that yeah it's very i just i, I can't get God into is it calling you to don't let some emotional sin or like anger keep you back from that promised land look at it stare it in the face and say no more you are not taking my life you are not taking my no more i see you the holy spirit is shining his light on you God. it's so fake emotional we're gonna deal with this we're gonna be set free this is real. She really feels this. So you had to walk through that. This is like some drama school shit. Like, what fake cry now so that we can get the big sell at the end to get the yes. extra money? Oh god. What? And, and I'm so thankful that she did. Thank you. So I learned a few things. I'm still learning a few things. But <laughs> we will always um, do it. Yes. And, and so going through that, I realized right away that I had an option and that she didn't choose my response to how she would act regardless of how she was acting i could respond in kind and that would be the easiest thing to do or i could respond differently and that she didn't choose how i would act or how my mood was going to be or how i would respond um and then also through that same time i got to realizing that every single word and action that i would say or do would would basically be a seed and there would be a harvest for it. It's going to move the needle towards happiness and joy and peace in our marriage, or it can move it towards pain and sorrow and wounds. Um, and, and so as I, especially you take that into a, uh, an argument or a fight, it's just multiplied that every single word, every single action is either going to cause healing or it's going to cause a greater wound there. And so I, through the Lord's help, was very mindful of that, that I, you know, you might have, you always have the best zingers in the middle of an argument. You can get historical very fast in an argument, meaning you bring up the past because you know them so much better than anybody else does, your spouse, and, and, and you can, you have the choice. You have so many weapons at your hand to where you can cause lasting pain, and even once you've made up and everything looks fine, they're still carrying around all these wounds because you brought up the past. Um, and, and bringing up the past isn't a thing about being accurate. Um, if you're somebody that remembers every single fault that somebody's done to you, we're not questioning that you remember quite accurately what happened. What we're questioning and what we're saying is that that does nothing. I don't even know. I can't even tell what the fuck this dude's talking about. to forgive every single one of our sins and never to bring them back up, who am I to bring that up to my wife here? And again, when that goes back to the illustration and the very real fact that... I think it's interesting that they don't ever want to bring up their past sins so they think that they can just kind of one and done like oh i sinned um that's what uh what's his general butt butt naked (laughs) (laughs) i think vice did a story on him that he is known for being like a mass murderer and a cannibal in africa um like a child uh soldier general or something like that and but because he converted and is now like a christian or like a a preacher or something they don't they won't prosecute him 
Interesting. So he's like guilty of all these war crimes, Why? but because he claims that he's changed his ways, they they don't they're not gonna like take him to court. What the fuck? <laughs> like the community won't what? won't touch him or something. Wow. And that's kind of what uh, a lot uh, of uh, I think people in um, the Catholic community with all the child um, oh, predators, like, yeah, all, all the, the like preachers and shit yeah, like molesting these little yeah, boys the molestations and then a lot of like the, hiding it for all those years a lot of the misbehavior in the christian church and um behind closed doors and christian families mm-hmm. uh, at home uh they think that they can like well as long as i'm not actively purposefully sinning it's okay like if i slip up once in a while as long as i repent or go to confession, um, then I can, uh, those sins are forgiven and forgotten. Yeah. And I can continue on my merry way without and any true if accountability. If I sin again, I'll just go back and repent. Yeah, there's no true ha, accountability. Ha, ha. So that's why you have, that's why you have this abuse and this misbehavior and the repeated, repeatedly doing the same fucked up shit and, you know, parents continuing to be bad parents or being abusive because they think that they can uh this is on our nature and uh i have this magical way to get forgiveness now and to validate myself and forgive myself to feel yeah. okay about my behavior some people are I'm, probably do, I'm making too dumb an effort to even think like that so though. it's uh, it's okay as long as i kind of trick yourself into thinking you're making an effort and yeah. that's what it feels like is a trick because it's manipulation at its core and you're you're tricking yourself and then you're trying to trick others yeah. to come play the game with you. Like, come on, this is a good game. Join me. Christ is looking for a pure and spotless bride. The way he treats her is a way that we, as husbands, are to treat our wives. And then finally, just one other thing I want to point out. This is really for the guys. And this is something I see in myself, and I've heard it true from very many, many, many men. But we will take the path of least resistance as a guy, that's not a trait we want to follow, but it is a trait that we fall easily into because we know how to win if it's a path of least resistance. We, the last thing we want to be is exposed as a fraud, as somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, as they somebody frauds, who looks though. like they're a fake, as somebody that's weak and incompetent, and yet, and so we take the easy path. And that's whether it's in our marriage, it's most detrimental in our marriage and families, but we may take it at work and in other areas of our life. They are but, really but, all over the place here. They really like, are. Like, like, it's like, just like they're trying to like check all the boxes. Yeah, it doesn't uh, seem as like authentic. No, there's no like, yeah, there's no like flow or like really. Like they're just trying to include <laughs> like an inner too connection. much. Yeah. Recognizing that of myself and realizing that is not. Because I'm trying to like learn something from it. And I don't feel it like seems I am. outdated so much, but as the head of the houseman, we have the responsibility to lead well. We have that responsibility to our wives, and it's a God-given responsibility from God. So leading well is going to look like doing the hard thing most often. If you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, what do you least want to do? That's probably what you're supposed to be doing there. Um, It makes it real simple, and that's a filter I use. But um, just using all those things, I don't want to keep people real long here. But this is something we are so, so passionate about. If you want to talk more about it, we would love to meet you out in the lobby there. But anything else? Well, I, I remember who said this, but um, your spouse has the most um, 
what, or not, what's the word, like, um, the most ammunition, yeah. there we go, against you, like, they know the most about you, and love is choosing not to use that ammunition against them, and, um, and so that, that's a, a, a sacrifice, and it's um, like humbling yourself not to get historical and to to use that against them. I do want to say too, I, manipulation in in arguing. Um, I, I spoke specifically from the woman's perspective because I am a woman, but I do believe that that is something that both men and women deal with. And so, don't walk away from this if you're a man in here saying, "Huh, ah, that's for the the women. Don't manipulate me with your emotions." Huh? Men are just as manipulative with their emotions. Um, so if you're in here, there is grace and there is mercy and there is a God who will walk you through this. There is a family, a church family. There's only grace and mercy if you come to our church. Bitch, anyone can fucking walk you through that shit. It don't gotta be a church member. It doesn't have to be God. Like, you can pretty much walk yourself down that Isn't path. Isn't it weird that they kind of, like, made it so, like, specific to the manipulation and arguments and the fighting in marriages? Yeah, kind of. Yet kinda. they didn't really, like... I don't know. It just didn't... <laughs> like, I feel like... Uh, 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 the I'm pressure, just as bad as them on pressure. stage. Yeah. Walk through this with you if you need to start some healing to happen. So, yeah. You all rise with us here. We're just going to close out a little bit of prayer. We do have baptisms coming up as well, so don't want to get ready to leave just yet. <laughs> but if this is spoken to you in any way, I don't care if you're married, not married, we all... Baptisms are... Baptisms are coming up right after, man. What's baptism? I don't know, you dunk the fucking baby in some holy water and it's saved. I don't know. That's, I believe in the Catholic Church, they baptize babies. Um, but in the Christian Church, it's usually adults who... Who want to be reborn again, yeah. they dunk you in some water. Yeah, and they want to do it in, in public in front of other people with witnesses. And you're wearing all white. Uh, I don't know. Everyone's nipples are showing. <laughs> oh, no. Um... That sounds ungodly. It's just more kind of pagan ritualism, just doing this symbolic thing to... Why don't you just, like, go out and meditate? Yeah, I don't know. Why do you need they, someone to dunk you in water to tell is, you that, like, you're now a good person? They think that you're doing You're saved. They think that doing the, the stuff connects them to <laughs> the higher power. That doing the ritual... By eating the bread, drinking the grape juice, getting dunked in water, laying on of hands, all this stuff is connecting you to the higher power through symbolism. I want through. proof, please. <laughs> I need proof. All fight, we all argue. Um, it's a fact of life. Um, so if this is something that you want to dedicate between you and your spouse, between you and God, that's an area that you want to work on and get better in, and I'm going to raise my hand too. Would you just yeah. raise your hand, and we want to pray for everyone in here, and I know it takes a lot of honesty, and it's, it's humbling, but that's a great first step, but let's just pray and go before our Father. Lord, we, we thank you for marriage. We thank you for the way you created We thank you for the fact that, that your son is looking for a beautiful bride, and we are not beautiful, but you see and choose to see us as beautiful. I pray for every man in here, every husband, that you would give them the strength and courage to be the man that their spouse needs, Father, that... Listen to their, like, 
symbology again, that they're trying to say that the church is the bride and that Jesus is the groom. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't like, even what? get that one. Yeah. Like, they just, whatever, like... Kind they... of whatever fits. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's fine. No one's going to fact check us. <laughs> yeah, they just say random shit and act like it's totally normal and totally makes sense. I hope that every husband can be the husband <laughs> they're meant to be. Uh, I thought Jesus was the shepherd husband. and we were the sheep. So is he trying to say that... The, the husband is the shepherd and the wife is the sheep? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't really know much about this. this. The future view of what their marriage can be, that they will not go for the easy path, that they will engage with their wife, with their family, that they will see their family, their spouse, their wife, as you see them, Father God. Let us be known as a church men who do not take the easy path, but that go boldly into their, their wives' lives and engage them, Father God. Let us be men truly after your heart, Father God. I do think you have a man in here, and just give him the power and the courage to persevere, Father God, and let us not grow weary in doing that, Father God. Father, I just speak hope and healing and restoration over marriages and over individuals, Father. I thank you that you are ministering to hearts, you're working on hearts, and, and Lord, as, as you have revealed possibly a sin or, or changes that need to make repentance that needs to happen, Father, that we do the hard thing, that we do the hard thing, that we submit to that and we allow that to happen in our in our lives. And, and Father, I just thank you for for the beautiful women here, Father, for um, the wives that are represented, the future wives that are represented, Father, that they they submit themselves first and foremost to you, Father, that you speak life and submit who they are as a woman and, and truth into who they are as a woman and that they are able to create homes for, for their husbands and for their families that is heaven on earth. I, I speak heaven on earth in the homes that are represented here. In the name of Jesus, we love you. Wow. That was the end. Wow. In wow. the name of Jesus, we love you. In the name of Jesus. Um, that was pretty intense. That submit, was, yourself. submit yourself. Submit yourself so, to God and submit yourself to your husband. You must submit to me. Isn't that creepy? Submit yourself. I I like the idea. Why would of, you use the word submit? Of surrendering your ego, but that's not what they're talking about. Yeah, that's not what they're talking about. They're saying. Ooh, look at all the grains. Listen to this invisible thing. And, and do follow what, it. And follow it. Do what it it's telling you. <laughs> and it's so insane. But it doesn't like. How are you supposed to do what it's telling you? It's not telling you anything. It doesn't <laughs> exist. It's not there. There's nothing like flying by us saying, do this, go this way. That's not right. Yeah, like, it's just, it's, well, it's for people who think they can make it work, just like politicians. Like, mm, I think I can run for president. I think I could speak for all these people and represent all these people. I think I could uh, I think hear I'm God's good. voice. Yeah. I think I could. Uh, I think Jesus spoke to me and the yeah. Holy Spirit so showed it, up in front of me. It's kind of just like. It's very. It's very uh, subjective. Yeah. To 
to the person and if they it's buy a whole in, different world yeah, to me. if they buy like, into it if they're kind of weak-minded or very close-minded and they want to protect themselves by continuing to live that way and they don't challenge um their parents or any of the um traditional ways yeah. that everyone else is doing stuff and not questioning what people are claiming and telling you um yeah it's it's scary it is it's uncomfortable reliving that kind of stuff it's very familiar it's like yesterday that's insane that it's stuck with you so hard like i yeah i can't imagine like growing up like having to like be exposed to all this and kind of being told like how you should act and how you should be when like it's really not like realistic it's not really like having grown up the way i've grown up and then like comparing it to the way like you've grown up it's like it's a whole different world yeah it's not realistic there was like no exposure like you weren't exposed (laughs) to like anything yeah it's it's totally unrealistic there's not um there's not a balance there yeah it's very bizarre i can't with it well, that's my take on we it. We said we were <laughs> going to do more today, but we spent a long time. We paused a lot more than I thought we would. And it was a lot of bizarre, not bizarre, but there was a lot of scary things kind of being said. <laughs> so we needed to comment yeah, on it. So uh, we'll, we'll do a second half some Welcome other time. Welcome to our mystery science of old memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, of church. Of church. Um so we'll uh, we'll do a part two with the like praise and worship stuff okay. and then the second um sermon that they did together won't those be special episodes still yeah but i wanted to do it in one oh episode. in one okay and we're gonna have to do two now because we'll be we back. did this for like two hours and back, it's late now back, and i can back. tell you're dying to quit so thanks for what? listening everybody i uh, hope you false accusations learned a lot uh, hope you enjoyed our commentary our thoughts our ideas Mostly mine, but uh, okay, yeah. Ashley was along for the ride. <laughs> um, Narcissist alert. It'd be cool to hear anybody's thoughts. Uh, we'll be doing a part two, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. Take it easy. Take it easy. Peace. Is there a parrot in here? Bye. <laughs>